What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode of the Game Arts Podcast. I am John Ankles. And I'm Kyle Smith. And we both form this weird thing that we're calling a podcast. And it's going to be the very first, very awkward podcast. Yeah, this is uh, this this is my first ever podcast, period. So this is, uh, this is a learning curve for me. <laughs> want to welcome you guys. Uh, I hope you stick around for the entire episode and maybe get a laugh or two. Enjoy the experiences we're about to share. And um, just, uh, yeah, I I don't, it, as I said, very awkward episode. It's, it's getting into the groove. Again, for me, as you said, it's your first time ever doing any sort of podcast. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be fun, but hang tight. And uh, we'll, we'll get you through it, guys. Don't worry about it. Right. Just I, I promise the the fun will come. It's just we gotta we gotta warm up a little bit. I, I have one beer down me. <laughs> Let's see what happens when I get two. I might I might feel a little better after that. We'll see. So, uh, let's cut right to it. Let's just get right into this. So, where did we? How did this come to be? Like. Exactly, game nards. How how did how did game nards happen? Uh, it was it was a thought. It was a thought in our mind that we wanted to make game nards into something, and we wanted it to be a place where we can show support. We can talk about the things that we love and and all the things gaming, pretty much. And it, it started out as that before it was even game nards. It didn't even have a name, and we we spent. I can't even tell you how long we spent trying to come up with a name for this. <laughs> it, I do remember Game Nards. We originally, I think, didn't it start out as sort of like a, yeah, we want to do a podcast. We we got to come up with something. And then it actually spawned into something more. It was more of a, you know, like we started jumping on the, the Discord uh, wave. And we wanted it to become a twitch channel and a youtube channel it it grew exponentially before we even had a name for this this thing <laughs> exactly i mean it it was it was a great thought and we really we really wanted to run with it and it's it's still very much in its infancy you know we haven't we haven't done a whole lot with it yet this is this is kind of our our, our stepping stone at the moment so very much like I know just the other day I was just like, we have to do this podcast. It's just, it's just got to get done. And I know, I know whenever we decide, okay, we got to do this and we set a date to it. As you told me the other day, once you, you set that it's, it's good. It's you just run with it. You just go. Yeah. Wills, wills were in motion at that point. I mean, like I said, we've been saying, let's do this for a while. And it was finally, all right, we're doing it this Thursday and boom, here it is. We're doing it. So yeah, even though it, it's been an awful day. It's it, we're 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 planting the seeds of this this flower in in just utter crap. It's gonna. <laughs> it's, it's, it's got it's got plenty of nutrients to grow. It's going to grow. <laughs> it's gonna grow, and I already feel better doing this and feeling just good. So, uh, yeah, the 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 name for Game Nards. What what. What was it going to be originally? Is we, going to be like we kept trying to come up with different names. We were trying to piece things together, and and somewhere along the lines, we had come up with. 
I believe it was, you know, us wanting to use like game nuts. We were, we were, we were nuts about gaming. We were crazy about it. Yeah. And I, I can't even remember a hundred percent where it morphed from, but somehow <laughs> we got Nards. Right. And it just, as soon as we said it, we said game Nards. There was just something about it. I don't know what it was. It was like, it was a tingly feeling. It, it, it just, it felt right. It was that knee jerk response. It was just like, oh my God, that's perfect. Uh, what had happened was we were coming up with, um, I had actually come up with a whole list of different words put together, uh, looked at a lot of existing podcasts and a lot of existing channels on YouTube and um, was just trying to see what really worked. Something simple, but kind of explained what we were and uh like it was break time and you had come back to my area of where i work and we were just throwing ideas out i don't think nothing was nothing was clicking uh it, some of it seemed to work we were gonna settle with something and what, what we came up with funny words like we typed up funny words or something like that on the computer and the word nards came up yeah and it, <laughs> it was it was something weird I, I i can't even imagine and it anything that did click that we were looking at as soon as we come up with something we were instantly searching is this already a thing is this already a yep. thing is yep. this is this already been done and it seemed like everything we had come up with <laughs> was already in existence but yep. when but when the nards popped on the screen oh man it wasn't even just the nards. It was the fact that we were like, well, let's go to Twitch. Let's go to Twitter. Let's go to YouTube and see if it's a thing. And it was never a thing. Like everything was open and we're like, oh my God, it was instant excitement. And like, I don't know, that made the whole day for me. <laughs> so the, the universe practically told us this, this is it. Yep. This is what we need to do. This is the name. <laughs> Run with it. And we had like a we had a little bit of a waiting period. Like like after he went back to his work area, I sat there and I started kind of writing it and looking at it a little bit and and thinking about it. And it was it wasn't even but an hour later. I was like, so are we doing game nards? Are we doing game nards? He's like, yes, it's game nards. <laughs> yeah, game nards came to be. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a fun experience when we finally come up with that name and it, it just like I said it felt right. So. That's good. that's where we that's where we come from, you know. Yep. Yeah. It, and it's it's really I don't know it's a really great thing because we're both very we're screwballs. Um, we we like to humor. We like to try to have humor in any streams we do. Uh, we have humor even on the work floor. Like we're we try, and so once you see the name Game Nards, you're instantly like what are these guys about? I mean, don't get me wrong. If I saw somebody with the name game Nards, I'd be going checking them out just by the name alone. Yeah. But, uh, Nards is, is nuts or, or, um, what, what else? It's a slang term that was used in the eighties, man. You kicked me in the Nards. Yeah. Uh, and, and it also is a play off of nerds. Like people are like game. That's, nerds. that's what it was. That was the other term that we was looking at. We was like, you know, we're game, we're gaming nerds. And somehow we, we formed nards out of nerds. Right. <laughs> you know, and it works. It I does. Like it. And, and so here we are again, you know, this is, this is what we are. <laughs> right. We are the game nards. So, I mean, 
you, what, what, what can we say? You know, what, what do we want to say that, you know, game Nards is about, you know? Yeah. It, I mean, in its infancy, we're, we're still trying to figure that out ourselves. We're just going to let it grow and see where it goes organically. I think Yeah. like we're, we're always coming up with different things. Like we have our discord set up right now, but there's three of us in there right Right. now. Like I said, we really haven't opened it up to the public yet or, or done any major advertising for it, but it's, it's kind of our, (laughs) yeah, here it is. Episode one. It's kind of our central hub. You know, we, we, like I said, we're both big into gaming. We've always been, uh, and, and that's what we want to bring. We want to bring our love of gaming to everybody, you know, anything gaming, anything tech related, you know, that's, that's what we want to share with the world right now. Right. Right. So that that's where that's at right now. So I'll go ahead and say real quick, kind of my background, and then Kyle will go ahead and do the same for his. Uh, I, I've actually done the whole YouTube scene for four years. Uh, started out in 2011. I I was watching, I was watching some some guys that were collecting video games, and I was very much in the early stages of collecting video games myself. So I saw these people on there showing off some of the games they found, and I would get so excited about that. And I was like, I got to make a video of the games I have. So I made one video put it on YouTube and quickly put it on private because I just didn't feel it was good enough. That was back in 2011. Um, I ended up moving, so I stopped doing that. Uh, After I got moved and kind of settled into my own place, uh, I started started making videos again. And my my first, wasn't my first technical video, uh, technically my first video, but the first video I posted and I kept up. Like from there, it was just a, downhill slope from there i was making videos all the time anything i had a topic to talk about i was in front of the camera talking about it having a good time with it editing to me is very zen so it kept my stress levels down and uh i had a lot of fun with that uh that kind of went over to twitch i started dabbling in twitch in about uh, 2015 i think it was around about that time just playing uh Agario and playing like web-based games like that. And then during my adventure in video game collecting, YouTube making, I, I met up with a, a friend of mine. Um, he, him and I clicked. We ended up doing a podcast together called the classically retarded show, which that lasted about 17, 18 episodes. We had a lot of fun, talked about a lot of different things. And, um, Unfortunately, that show came to an end because he tragically passed away of a heart attack. So uh, that still hurts. That was about three years ago that that happened. Uh, but yeah, I got that that experience kind of under my belt, and right, right. I'm bringing I'm bringing the rust experience <laughs> here today. Uh, now you can find me on Twitch, Classic Game Freak on Twitch. Uh, same thing with Twitter, YouTube. Uh, I'm trying to do some stuff for game nards on YouTube right now. And that's my experience in all of this in my background in a nutshell. Yeah. So how about yourself? So me personally, this, especially the podcast gig here, uh, this, this is all brand new to me. So this is, this is like I said, a little bit of a learning curve for me. Um, I, I haven't done a whole lot in the, the aspect of YouTube 
uh, outside of watching it. <laughs> but uh, I, I did do a few things back in the day, early 2000s, where I, I was I was pretty heavy into making AMVs. Um, oh, me I too. I was really enjoying that. I put some of those up on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> but outside of that, you know, I've just been a, a gamer at heart. You know, I've played games ever since I can remember I was able to hold a controller. So that's, that's what I've done. Uh, I second that one. Yeah. Myself. (laughs) Uh, I met up with this crazy guy here that we're, we're talking to here within the last seven years, eight years. Uh, six. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've worked where, where we're employed at for six years, about six years. And, uh, we, we hit it off, you know, played some games together. And funny enough, we, we were making, youtube videos about the same time as well yeah we we discovered and then uh we kind of got a little separated when it come to come to work uh between our jobs and 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 so we we didn't spend a whole lot of time together for a while and then i i started watching some videos on on youtube and started really getting into uh, certain streamers and uh at the time i didn't even realize they were streamers i thought they were youtubers and then i kind of learned about twitch you know, I, I really didn't know much about Twitch here until <laughs> real recent, last couple of years. And so I went on there and started watching some of these these streamers. And I was like, you know, this is awesome. I, I want to do this, you know. So uh, it was early, I think, no, it was late 2016 I started streaming. I bought me a, a capture card and just started streaming what I was playing. Was it that late? Yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah, it was, it's been a while. Wow. Uh, yeah, we, we ended up in different kind of sections at work and we always kind of in passing, I, I can remember one instance when Overwatch came out and you're like, you're getting it, you playing Overwatch on the Xbox. <laughs> and I was like, no, PlayStation four. Oh no. So, I mean, there was that, uh, that interaction between each other, but we, that was really it. Yeah. And I don't remember what drew us I think it was you actually asking about the YouTube scene and, and yeah. asking if I streamed and I was like, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, you- it's uh so, so w- one of the, the disconnects we had was the fact that we were on different shifts for a while. Oh yeah. I ended up getting pulled the first shift and it took, it took us apart on that. And then when you got to first shift for your new position, you know, I, I ran into you in passing again, you know, and like I said, I was like, you know, talking about this stuff and, and, Saying, you know, I was thinking about streaming and you're like, yep. yeah, I used to stream. And I was like, seriously, you used to stream. And, and yep. it was just like, really, you know, you, you, you don't think about just walking by and meeting somebody or talking to even somebody, you know, and finding all of a sudden they're, they're a streamer. Or they have streamed. You yeah. Know? Especially where we live. Uh, it's, it's kind of hard pressed to find people with the same passion and the same interest in video gaming as, as we do. Uh, it wasn't until, you know, Kyle and I really started talking and everything that some of them came out of the woodwork and uh, it it uh, opened up some gates for sure on that. But where we reside at, it's just like, oh, y'all are gamers. Yeah. Y'all are gamers. <laughs> y'all do that gaming stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Sadly, sadly, the stereotype <laughs> of, of gaming not being, you know, everybody's cup of tea still exist in our, our quaint little town. So, but I mean, like I said, we've, we've brought out a lot. We've, we've caught a few people's attention. They're like, you know, wow, you guys actually stream, you know, 
it's 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 a cool feeling when when people take an interest in you. Yeah, and I think one of the most surprising things that has ever happened to me since I started the YouTube thing, I I was making a lot of videos. Uh, there was a point whenever I was really just losing myself in making the videos because I needed it. I needed that escape. Uh, I was in town uh, in the next town over, and th this one person kept kind of watching me. Like I, I had noticed that he just kind of just kind of followed me a little bit, and I was just like, "What? Is, what is this guy doing?" And he he came over and he was like, "Do you, you do YouTube?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> and he's like classic game freak right i was like yeah and he's like I, I watch your stuff i love your stuff mind you i only had like 2,000 subscribers on youtube and he's coming over he's like yeah i've seen your stuff i love your videos i'm such and such and i'm like oh yeah oh my gosh you know so finding somebody even that had seen my stuff mind-blowing like i he's like i love your stuff and he was looking at me like like I was a big deal. And I'm like, I'm no, no, yeah. I'm just a small content creator. 2000 subscribers, dude. Yeah. It, it, but that's, it's a great feeling. You know, that's, that's one of the reasons why we're in this game. We, we like, we like being able to get content to people and, right. and, and bring joy to them, you know, give them something to enjoy. You know, like I said, for a lot of people, stuff like the streams that we do that they watch or, or YouTube videos we make, it could be, like you said, therapeutic to them. And, yep. you know, if we can make somebody's day better, if we can put a smile on somebody's face in any way, shape, or form, then we've done our job. Oh, that's, yeah. That's that's how I see it. Absolutely. So, it, uh, it's kind of interesting how we've come together to, to make this and uh, make this whole thing happen. And the, the fun we have playing some of these games, but <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see where this this channel, this podcast, these streams, everything go. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I said, I think, I think it's going to be a, a wild ride and this is, this is just the beginning guys. There's going to be, there's going to be so much more, so much more. A lot. So All right. we were, <laughs> I think one of the things that really got us to do this episode and I, I had thought about it and I said, now would be the best time for us to make a podcast, do the first episode. Uh, and, and the getting to know us portion was actually kind of an afterthought because we had, we've just recently been to pretty much our first big event. And I was like, we got to talk about this. Like, yeah. It, it was so fun and it was such a big deal to us. Yeah. So we, we, we really just kind of, we kind of jumped out of our own comfort zones a little bit. You know, we, we don't get to do a whole lot around here like we'd like to sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, so it was what mid September last year, somewhere <laughs> right around there. Late August, early September. Yeah. This, uh, <coughs> this guy here gets the genius idea. He goes, you know what? We should go to PAX. Go to PAX. And I'm yep. sitting here thinking, to, you know, in, in my own head at, at first, I, and I'll, I'll be honest here, I was thinking this is never going to happen. This is just <laughs> another one of our things we're going to say we're going to do, and it's not going to happen. But he started doing some research on it, finding out when it's going to be. He was like, we can go to PAX South because we, we live we live down south. It's, it's not 
too far for us to get there. Down south. Yeah, down south. Down south. But, uh, yeah, so we're like, it, it, it's not a far-fetched idea that we could actually go to this, you know? We'd been to some smaller, you know, conventions before, you know, and we thought, why not? Right. So after, I, what, we, we molded over for, what, about a week? Yeah, yeah, it was about a week. It, it wasn't even, but yeah, probably a week. And we, we finally was just like, yeah, we're going. Plain and simple. Yeah, and, and uh, real quick, let's let's Tarantino this real quick because there's there's a reason that I was like, hey, we got to do this. It, it's just an idea. Originally, it was just an idea that I was like, you know, we could we could make this affordable. We could do this. So back in, oh, it was even before August. It was it was about July. Uh, my my family, my mom, my dad, my sister all live way up northwest and I'm talking Seattle. So I haven't seen them in two years and basically they had some plans for my uncle to come up and visit and that fell through. My sister was like, what if we could get you here? What if we could get you here for a week? Okay, uh, great. Now, mind you, I'm terrified of flying. Like I, I have a big issue. So instantly my mind was twisty and oh God, I got to fly. You know, that, that was a main issue. That was the main issue for me the whole month leading up to that. Now, mind you, I have been on a plane before I've made the trip from there back down to where we're at now. And, uh, I hated it. Absolutely hated it. But, um, so I went up to Seattle saw my family and we decided to visit the the touristy places in Seattle so we're talking any of the major places we're talking Pike uh Pike Place we're talking uh well shoot I had to do Gorilla Games or Pink Gorilla Games uh shoot there I'm coming up a blank right now we went to the Mopop Museum I loved it loved it but while we were in downtown Seattle there was one thing that caught my eye and it was the most frustrating thing I've ever had to deal with in my entire life because I've, I have planned on tried to get to PAX for the past three years. I've gone to some of the cons around here, uh, buy, sell, trade games. We have a, a place called, we got a thing called Super BitCon that uh, had happened. I'd been to, loved it. Yeah. Um, Consplosion. We cons, had yeah, Consplosion. Consplosion. So I see people walking down the street with their little badges on their <laughs> chest, on their little lanyards, it says Pax West. Those blue lanyards, Pax West. People in their hoodies, Pax West. It's happening right as I'm there. And I, I couldn't be selfish and just say, hey, you guys, I need to go to this for a day. I wasn't going to waste my time with my family because they paid for my, for my uh, plane ticket. I was so I was so tilted. I was so <laughs> salty, especially in the airport, waiting for my flight from C, uh, the SeaTac Airport to Dallas Fort Worth. I was watching people sit there with their pack swag and their packs gear, and I'm I'm so I'm envious to the point I'm jealous. Like I'm just sitting there just watching these people. I'm just like jealous because they're talking about their stories and stuff they saw and the Fortnite competitions they were in and, yeah. and all that. And they had all their switches out and everything. It was nothing but a 
video gaming circle jerk. I hated it. I hated not being a part of that. I wanted to. I was on the outside looking in. I hated that. So I started thinking instantly about PAX South. And I mean, PAX South, I think, is the the smallest PAX. Yeah, I, out I of believe all of them. so. Right. And I I just I asked my wife, I said, how how possible is this? She goes, plan it. Get get on it. She goes, heck, talk to Kyle. See if he wants to go split the costs. That's where the plan came up. And I came yeah. home from that and was like, hey, what do you think? And you could tell. You could see it on his face. Uh, yeah. Eh. Like I said, I, I was a little, little apprehensive because, like I said, never been to one, you know. So I, w- I didn't really know what to expect, you know. And... It was it was just one of those things. Like I said, he brought that Pax itch, itch back with him, and and he just planted it right on me. And so it was just one of those things. It was like a, yeah, we could. It was it, a virus. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it it, gosh, it culminated into reality so fast. It really did. Like I didn't think that things would twist and morph that fast into yeah, guys, we're going to Pax. Yeah. Like we, we, we initially started looking, I think first thing was hotels. You know, we wanted to make sure that we could do, you know, some, some decent hotels. They weren't going to, you know, rape us on prices here. So we started looking, we was like, it's just going to be me and him. We could split the cost. No big deal. Yep. We was going to split the costs right down the middle. So we started doing that. And we eventually was like, you know what? We're doing this. So we're like, let's go ahead and get our badges. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to go ahead and purchase our badges. We got. We got our three-day, all-weekend passes. Drop the money for that. And here it is, 148 days away. And we're sitting there and we're like, now we wait. Was it Was it that far it off? It was so many days. It seemed like it was forever. Yeah. It, 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 was, it felt like it was a year away. And, and I remember seeing a counter. I don't remember it being that many days. But I remember seeing a counter and just... There was days that I felt bummed that yeah. it was that far off. We had we were going to start planning this, and it was that far off. And it was to the point that even PAX hadn't even really started talking about it. Like, they made the tickets available, but even Twitter, it was still silent. They weren't saying anything. Yeah. Uh, they were still wrapping up from uh, pretty much PAX West, and then they had the PAX Unplugged, and... We still hadn't heard anything. All, all I could do was to dream and hope and look at old YouTube videos that people had made at PAX South just to see how it was. And it looked marvelous. It obviously, as I've said, it's the smaller pack, so it looked smaller, but it still looked very exciting. Yeah. And and so with that, we we got excited. We really did. Like We're like, we're, we're actually going to do this. We're going to go down to PAX South and we're going to have a good time. And And with that excitement, we couldn't, we couldn't just keep it to ourselves. No, there was nope. there was no way we could keep that to ourselves. And inevitably, oh, I know yeah, I went and found one of my buddies at work. You know, one of my best friends, and I told him, "I was like, dude, you will never believe this." I said, "Dude, I'm going to pack South." <laughs> and and he's sitting there like, "Really?" You know, and I was like, "It's going to be awesome." And I kind of, I guess, I planted that same itch onto him. Yep. And it wasn't too long after that. You know, we got the idea, you know, we can make it even cheaper. Yep. We get another buddy to go with us. We all work the same place. We all live in the same town. We're like, let's do this. We are very well connected. 
here. And uh, yeah, he was like, sure. You know, he, he asked his, uh, his wife. It took a little convincing. It, it did. It, it took, I won't lie, because he came and put the idea in my head. Hey, what if he came along with us? I'm like, great. That's three ways to, to cut the bill. Yeah. Gas, uh, hotel room, uh, anything else that we can split. We can split and make it super affordable. And we could have even more fun because we can buy extra junk yeah. that we don't need, but we'll have the fundage for it. So he... He did. He did hesitate a little bit, and he kind of waited a little bit longer than than we did to get our badges. But he he ended up he ordered his badge, and he was in. And so, it wasn't too long after that. I think uh, that uh, our next buddy was yep. notified. Yep, Mr. David. Yep, I I got a longtime friend that he he had actually gone with me another friend to the super bitcoins the both years i went and um he's always a big fan of anytime we go out there's a kind of a vintage arcade that's uh a bit of a distance from us here that anytime i'm like hey you know i'm going to that he'll come and visit and we'll go out there so he was naturally you know one of the first people i was like what if you went with us here's what the hotel room's gonna cost uh, you cover that, help cover that, you help cover gas, and it's even cheaper. That's four people that split four ways. Let's go have some fun. Oh, yeah. Just just don't even think about it. Impulsive, just do it. Yep, and that's that's what we did. We, we, were, we were so stoked that we were going to be doing this that, it, like I said, it just didn't even seem real. It, no. it really didn't. No, it... it even up until it was time to go, it did not seem real to me. Yeah. And then our, our first our first challenge awaited us very, very soon after buying those badges. We <sighs> hotels. <laughs> yep. I see, since I was the brainchild of setting up like the whole idea came from me, I I felt like I had to be the one to kind of Go ahead and put the finishing blow on everything. Kyle was looking at prices. I was looking at prices. And then my wife got into looking at the prices. And yeah. she, what was it? The the first hotel room was, that you're talking about? Yeah, it was the first one. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes, I got you guys a great deal. Uh, got you a room. It's, shoot, half of a mile away from the convention center. It's like, oh. Yes, sweet. I get home. I start looking at the hotel just because I'm that excited. I'm seeing what amenities it has and uh, start looking at the reviews. And I think I think the first thing that caught my eye was the fact that it was the average user rating was two out of five stars. Yeah, it was not bueno. <laughs> and like every almost every other review was it's got bugs. It's got bugs. It's got bugs. It's cockroaches, ants, spiders, bed bugs, you name it. It's just disgusting. Yeah. We were we were not about to be a part of that. There, <laughs> there was no way. So we we emergency nixed that one. Right. And that that was a very quick we had already gotten the confirmation. It was already set. It was already good to go. We turned around and canceled that thing fast. Yeah. Uh I don't even think we had another room set up before. No, we we, that. we didn't. That was that was the room. That was the 
you know, that we found. So after we had finally, we canceled that one. We was like, okay, we got to find another place. Well, I think maybe it wasn't even a couple days time. We'd let pass <clears throat> that we were, were kind of looking for stuff. And all of a sudden it's like everything in the, in the San Antonio area in terms of hotels yeah. started booking up just like <laughs> everywheres. Yeah. And so we, we kind of, we kind of went into a little bit of a panic mode. We're like, we got to hurry up and find something. Right. You know, yeah, we're, we're 130 days out, but people are booking these things fast and, and prices are going up. Right. And we knew exactly that the prices were going to skyrocket uh, to ridiculous rates. Now, at this point, we were committed enough that we knew that if the prices went up, we were going to we were going to bend over and and take that price. But, yeah, so we we started doing some more hardcore looking around. And uh, I believe it was again, your was it you or your wife that found the, the, the second hotel, the. It was my, yeah, it was my wife. And, uh, yeah, she found that. And again, it was a little pricey, but we all had our, our limits on what we were prepared to, to pay. And then if those limits were broke, we were prepared to pay whatever. (laughs) But, uh, amazingly enough, it, it, we kept it within our limits and we were, we were fairly happy about it, you know? Right. So (laughs) we, we booked it. It was a a two bed hotel and we were like, all right, guys, we got to figure out arrangements at this point because not everybody was getting a bed no it wasn't happening no yeah no <laughs> and and we we weren't exactly willing to share either so yeah unfortunately like i was like originally it was kyle and i going so each one we're gonna get their own beds and everything and then to talk his buddy into going i kind of had to give up my bed <laughs> yeah we were just like, look, we want you to go. I, I go, here's my bed. Whatever. So it was an okay. Yeah. And we, uh, we, we supplemented him on that one. We we, we went out and got uh, an air mattress that we, we decided would help out. Apparently, miscommunications, spoiler, we uh, were supposed to get two. <laughs> Sorry, David. <laughs> Yeah, that that was kind of bad. Where where were we at that point? Whenever we were already well we were, down the road, yeah, we were well down the road. Yeah, I, I I don't remember what brought it to the forefront, what brought the brought it right to the top. But I go, y'all did bring a bed, right? No, <laughs> I thought you got one. Well, yeah, I got uh, one for myself. Oh God! All right, yeah. fine. I guess we'll have to just go to Walmart and pick one up. But he. he Thankfully, he was gracious enough to say, hey, yeah. you know, you set some blankets down on the floor. I'm good. Me? Uh, I... and, 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 and don't 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 get us wrong here. We're not we're not 110 percent dickholes on this. We <laughs> we did compensate, you know, in terms of prices for everybody. You know, we right. thought it's only fair if somebody's not getting a bed, they're not paying full portion of their stuff. So bed people picked up more. That, and it's cool whenever you have that give and take like that yeah. because it makes things a whole lot easier. Yeah. It it was a very uh, it, it was it was a very good experience because of that. We we all really kind of worked with each other on it, and it was never a worry on oh well you only have this much money for this and too bad. I mean we were kind of willing to help each other out with it and and uh, make sure everybody was covered with with what they needed if they needed it. Yeah. So, but. Back to, back to the planning, like we we finally got this hotel booked. Uh, 
La Quinta. La Quinta Inn. It got like, it was like four stars. So I was like, okay, we'll, we'll roll with it. And I uh, got everybody to agree on it. And we got the room. It was a very decent price for what it was. And uh, then the wait. After, after the hotel was booked. It was the god-awful wait. It was excruciating. It, it, it was like, it's never going to get here. It's never going to get here. No. But for me, like, I started having other things come up. So it took my focus off of that. And then it'd be like, oh, only three more months. Oh, only two more months. Yeah. And uh, it, it was it was crazy as it started to get down to it. It was like, this week, this week, yeah. this week. It's, it's funny it, it, how much time we allowed ourselves to have. How much time we actually, you know, had between getting the hotels and us actually being there. Yeah. And, yeah, we're guys. We get it. It's it's what we do. But up until, I think, about the day of or the day before, we had packed nothing. Nothing. Not, not a thing. Neither one. <clears throat> I don't know about Tim or David <laughs> or anything, but nothing. I, I don't know what the block was. But I was still doing laundry the night before. Yeah. Four packs. I I was putting together shirts for Kyle and I for to to kind of uh, push our brand a little bit. And my wife had taught me how to use a Cricut cutter. Uh, that that server went down. The Cricut. cut. The Cricut, cut. Yes. The server on that went down. Uh. <laughs> Cricket, you guys need to fix your stuff because it's awful that you got to work off your website. And if it goes down, you're screwed. Uh, had four shirts to make and I had two lanyards to make. And that was a nightmare. Uh, they didn't all didn't turn out right. But uh, uh, the orange shirts were pretty, pretty legit. Yeah, they, they uh, turned out pretty decent. Yeah, the, the we had some orange shirts and some green shirts. The orange shirts turned out legit. We got to wear those day one of packs. Unfortunately, the green ones didn't quite turn out. Uh, they were awful. The the print was falling off. The the vinyl was falling off, and that's sad and tragic. But it's yeah. it is what it is. First time experience. We <laughs> you live and you learn. The lanyards <laughs> are amazing. I'm I'm still carrying my. Yeah, I, I love them. The, <laughs> the, the lanyards turned out so good. They they look absolutely legit. So we we're very proud of those. <laughs> I was I was doing. All of that the night before, and I could have prevented that, and yeah. I just didn't. Yeah, I literally, uh, I think it was two nights before we were supposed to be on the road. I'm sitting there thinking, you know, I haven't packed nothing yet. I was like, oh, crap. That's not good. <laughs> so I hollered at the wife. I was like, wife, I need a suitcase. So she sits a suitcase out. And the suitcase sits there until the day after I get out of work, we're, we're leaving the next, we're leaving that day. <laughs> and so like, I I'm at work that day and I'm like texting my wife. I'm like, please, for the love of God, hopefully this goes through. Cause we have no signal where no, we work. No. We have nothing. It's a so I'm just, cage. I'm just praying that, that the text messages go through and she gets them. And I was like, can you help me out a little bit? Can you pack a few things for me? You know, <laughs> she goes, yeah, that's no problem. I was like, everything i need i'm like sending her text after text like i need jeans i need shirts i need socks i need the the works and she goes i'm packing your whole bag ain't i i said <laughs> no you're packing half of it i gotta get the electronics portion so she did she she legit packed you got the important stuff out of the way i, I did i did so she she legitimately packed my bag for me and 
I thank I thank her for that because, like I said, I wouldn't have made it without that. I <laughs> maybe I overlooked that detail. I I don't remember you actually telling me about yeah how unprepared you were. And I mean, completely. That's I was a little bit more prepared. I actually had some underwear and socks packed up. Uh, I think two nights before, but that was about it. Yeah. Uh, I and maybe no, I had a couple of shirts too, yeah. just just in case and. The the electronics for the most part, yeah, those those were kind of the first things in the bag. Yeah. You got to make sure you've got your chargers and pretty much any other piddle and crap. And this was, mind you, the first trip I've ever made like this without a laptop or anything. And um, I'm proud of myself for that one. I really am. I that was, I didn't need my laptop at all. We we I, I will say this. We we over prepared. We brought a lot of unnecessary stuff a lot of stuff we thought we would need we thought we were going to use and it, it was absolutely unnecessary right but it's better to be over prepared than under prepared well yeah i even i even packed a raspberry pi yeah so <laughs> uh kyle and tim both brought their switches yeah and i brought it, i brought the laptop i brought the switch the whole console everything with it um i brought some of my recording gear, uh, oh my two backpacks full of stuff. One, yeah. one for all my electronics, one for snacks and, and drinks and stuff. I mean, it was just way more than was necessary. Yep. And there I was actually packing less. That laptop didn't go. I, I thought that I'd be doing a lot of covering pack South and there was, there was just no time. The, the only way I was going to cover pack South was with my phone. And yeah. now that, that one, I will say that I was happy. I had a big phone battery that I had in my backpack at all times. And anytime it started to get low, boom, plug that in. I was good to go. Uh, made sure I had a good beefy memory card in it. And it was better than, it was more than enough. I was really surprised. I think I got like 20 gigs worth of pictures and video. Yeah. So... I I have a 64 gig card in there, so it was more than enough, yeah. thankfully. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna touch a little more on this later, but you know, it's one of those things. Where, like I said, we packed all this stuff. We 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 thought we were prepared for packs. Right. We were, we were not prepared for packs. No, like no. Said, we will, we will touch more on that after a bit. Especially starting out game nards, it's the perfect opportunity to get your name out there, make some videos. Um, yeah, you, you, you are never prepared. Even when you think you've got your schedule figured out, you are never prepared. Yeah. But as, as he said, we're going to, yeah. we're going to get back to that. So I think next is, uh, like I said, we, we piled into the car. I mean, plain and simple. We we were grabbing our stuff, putting it in the car and we were all wondering, are we going to be able to fit all of us in this car with all of our crap? <laughs> one way or another it was gonna happen yeah. i mean i i didn't care if i had to be stuffed in the trunk i'd just take a nap yeah so didn't care we we piled everything in i we, we kind of snuck out of work early we was like we we had this plan we were, we were sneaking out of work early we're leaving and which was about what 2 30 was when we yeah. left work we were planning on being on the road by three did you ever catch any any slack for that i i did not i didn't either so <laughs> we're, we're just gonna call it good on that yeah. So we, we were planning on hitting the road about three o'clock and, and starting this out. It's about nine, ten hour drive for us, we kind of figured. <clears throat> and uh, 
we didn't get on the road until about 3.30, 3.45. Yeah. Because I come home, plan was get in comfy clothes, throw stuff in the car, go pick up John. <laughs> get John, go pick up Tim. Then we're going to do a little bit of driving, pick up David. Then do a lot of driving yep. and end at PAX. And that's not how that went. David was about two and a half hours away from where we're at. And, but it, it it was on the way, but yet it wasn't. We We had to definitely head west yeah when we should have been heading south south to southwest yeah so how it really went was we got out of work scrambled home grabbed my stuff threw it in the car i jumped in the car and i take off down the road end up at john's house grabbing john's stuff throwing it in there john goes i gotta change real quick so he was changing over to his comfy clothes and that's when stupid kyle realized hey you didn't change in the comfy clothes i said crap I got to go back. I cannot drive for 10 hours <laughs> in jeans. It's not happening. And, and when we say comfy clothes, we're talking like sweats. Okay. Cause this is, this is a 10 hour drive. We're talking yeah. about you. You do not want to do a 10 hour drive in a pair of jeans. Yeah. Even, even though I will, I will say to that point that the way home I did wear jeans and yeah. it wasn't as bad as right. I thought it'd be. So we get all John stuff. We throw it in the car. John jumps in. I said, all right, we're going to swing by the house real quick. It'll take me two minutes, fly in there, get my pants, switch them out. Just as we're getting down the road, after I've done this, John goes, I forgot my pillow. Yep, forgot the pillow. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, the pillow was just sort of a, hey, you know, it, it would be nice to have it just in case yeah. if the hotel, for whatever reason, didn't have extra blankets and pillows i mean surely they've got enough of those spoiler alert they did not they don't <laughs> they don't so yeah so he 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 mans up like 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 the boss he is and says thank i don't you. need that damn pillow so thank you we continue on down to tim's place ripped him away from his family took a few minutes oh it was it was heartbreaking it was threw his stuff in the car and we start driving Oh, we wanted to have cash, so we had to stop at an ATM. So we stopped, grabbed cash. Okay, anything else before we leave town? Anything at all? Everybody said, nope, we're good, <laughs> except we'd like to get a drink. So we go, let's go Let's go stop at the local Sonic. We have one Sonic in our town. We have like seven, eight restaurants all together in this small it's little something town. Something like that, there's, yeah. There's not it many. Is, it is small, guys. This Sonic is never busy. Never. Not once in its life has it ever known business. We drive over to it now just to give you an idea this is going the opposite direction we're supposed to be going so we're going out of our way to get some drinks it's sonic just to wet our whistles just the whole time we're heading down there just to have something to sip on yeah that's it and sonic comes into view and there is not a damn empty stall for a car to pull into none all the way around the place it, I, <laughs> just completely dumbfounded it was it was bumping. I I've never seen it like that. So we said, forget that. So we pulled a U turn, took off down the road, stopped in at a parking lot. I jumped to the back of the uh, the trunk of the car, get some waters out because I had some waters. Tossed them in the back. So that's it. We're going. Hit the interstate. Boom. We start driving. We're headed for David's place. All right. Like I said, it's about what two and a half, two and a half, three hours. Yep. About an hour down the road. We're about an hour down the road, guys. Okay. 
Everything's going good. One of us boys get a phone call. And it's not me. And it's not John. It's Tim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we turn the radio down. We kind of hear a little bit what what's going on. And uh, the, the words out of his mouth were, I think they were, uh, oh, the keys? Yep. He goes, <laughs> uh-oh. He had the keys to the only vehicle that his wife was supposed to be driving <laughs> in his pocket we're an hour down the road and he has yeah. the keys yeah it was quite literally around about an hour and i'm sitting here in my mind i don't know about john but i'm seriously thinking he's gonna ask for us to turn around and go back so they can give him give her the keys i i was full-on prepared for it i thought <laughs> oh my god we're not gonna get we're not gonna sleep tonight yeah. at all that's that's i i was right there with you on that because mind you, this is the day before PAX. Yeah. Like PAX starts, they open their doors at 8 o'clock the next morning. Yeah. 8 o'clock Friday morning. And we're on the road <laughs> at 4.30 Thursday night. Thursday evening. And luckily, Tim being as prepared as he is, he's a very prepared person. I, I got to give him that. He goes, open the drawer by the sink. There's a spare key in there. So she hunted around for it. She found the spare key. Thank you. The Lord, we did yeah. not have to turn around. Yeah. Once, once he's he said something like, "Okay, good." As yeah, because now, mind you, I I don't like to listen to into anybody's conversation. So whenever he picked up his phone, I was just completely oblivious to it. I don't care. And as soon as the keys came into focus, as soon as we realized what the conversation was about, <laughs> we were instantly part of that conversation. And as like. It was an instant, like, okay, yeah, great. We yeah. just added so much time to our trip. And as soon as he said, okay, good, it was like, okay, you can rest now. It's, yeah. yeah, it was it was a big relief off of us because, I mean, I, I, I've i been friends with Tim for ever since I've moved down here. Uh, I've been down here since 2005. I love the man like a brother, but if we had to turn around and go back, he would have stayed there. <laughs> I'm sorry, he would have stayed there. <laughs> I think we would have just dropped him off and said, you better walk back. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so after we got on down the road, we it was a pretty boring, daunting drive. Very mellow drive. Yeah. Thankfully, <sighs> we, we had a reliable vehicle, thanks to Kyle. I, originally, it was... Uh, we were going to use David's car. Like, we were going to take my car up there, which my car, you you don't you don't want to take a long trip in that the the brakes are are the new brake pads are very much needed uh it leaks everywhere it uh doesn't even start always when you want it to yeah, kyle gotta, can attest to that it's got, a, it's got a mind of its own if it doesn't want to start you ain't going anywhere nope. it, it's just gonna it's gonna laugh at you and it's gonna sit there so the plan was we were gonna take the my car drop it off at david's and then we were gonna take his car because his is a little gas zipper so the plans didn't quite work out like that. Kyle's like, well, we can use my car. And I was like, great. Yes, let's yep. let's do that. We secured that quick. And so we, I said, hey, you know, we there's there's some of us that can drive if you if you need us to drive. And he man bossed up. Yeah, bossed up like a champ and drove from three thirty to two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> To yeah. two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it was 
it was quite quite a drive. I've I've done similar drives drives to that in the past, so it's it's not uncommon for me to do that. But still, it, it was it takes a toll on you sometimes, and it, it didn't help us a whole lot that for the first, I think what fourth of the drive, which was the the, the section of going from home to David's house. Our geniusness combined forgot to pair up a device for us to have decent oh, music yeah, to drive. Yeah, with. yeah, and it was not good. I I forgot about that. It was not good. <laughs> yeah, they're just trying to keep everybody safe. You're not allowed to pair this till you stop. And we were already on the road. Yeah. If if you know any guy, I mean, if you are a guy, if you know any guys, we don't stop. It's not happening. I'm sorry <laughs> to pair a stereo. You better get ready to listen to nothing or static. Yeah, and, uh, or and we country, did both, or country, or or uh, mariachi. Yeah, mariachi. I'm not sure what that was. That popped in out of nowhere, but that, that was that was amusing. That was a thing. <laughs> that was really a thing. It, it's a much more common thing than I would think, yeah. but it, it's very much a thing. So that uh, that was interesting, and yeah, <coughs> we it, it was a good drive. Uh, I managed to break the 3DS out a little bit and play uh, Bloodstained and then played some Ninja Gaiden on my 3DS. Tim was in the back, I think, playing, what, Smash? Yeah, he played a little bit of Smash Bros. Um, I think he played something else, too, but I don't remember what it was. David, I think he was back watching watching videos, and poor Kyle, he, he drove the whole thing. And I, I know there was one point I looked over and he's nodding. I was, I, I was, I was getting a little... I was getting a little tired here and there, and it's not so much that I was actually tired. It's just like anything else. When you sit there and you do nothing, staring at a road and a bunch of lines, you get a little tired. Yeah. Yeah. Those eyes get a little heavy. So fast forward here. We get to David's. We pick David up. We all swear we're going to, you know, we've all forgotten something at this point. We figure David's going to forget something. And I think, amazingly enough, he didn't forget anything. He didn't. So that was that was good. We stopped. We grabbed a bite to eat real quick after we had picked him up, and then back on the road. We yep. we had another six and a half hours. One way, what was it? I thirty five south. Yeah, I, all the way. <coughs> One interstate. Whole lot of darkness. Nothing but slightly veer left. Slightly veer left. Oh, we're bringing your uh, OnStar in. Uh, oh yeah, into this, are we? OnStar's mouthy. I don't know. She is very mouthy. <laughs> OnStar gave us a little bit of amusement while we was on the road. For for starters, John <laughs> has never experienced OnStar. Uh, I, I use it quite frequent frequently, but uh, so I, t- I told him I said, "All right, here we go." I hit the OnStar button. Beep. You know, it comes on, and she's like, "How can I help you today?" And I'm like. You're up, John. Go for it. And he's like, he froze. Uh, he was like, what do I do? I'm like, what? What am I supposed I to like, do here? I was like, you got the address. He's like, yeah. I was like, Tell her the address. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, that's 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 how it's done. So I, he's like, do I just read it? I was like, yeah, just read it. So he, he read it off and she's like, yeah, all right. Put it in and off we yep. went. I think it was uh, later down the line we got off to stop somewheres. One of our one of our areas, and then we get the the standard. You have left your route. Would you like to update your settings? Say yes or no. And uh... <laughs> so what what had happened was David was 
Oh, I, it'd be nice to turn that mute off. Uh, so what, what had happened was David was telling a story. And we had decided to stop at a gas station, go ahead and take care of what we had to take care of. And all of a sudden, here comes OnStar. You're, you've, you're off your destination, blah, blah, blah. And I stopped and waited for it to finish. David had stopped talking at this point. And I go, you rude ass bitch. You need to wait until people get done talking. And what does what does it say? She chimes in. She goes, pardon? <laughs> I mean, just like, and it wasn't just like your normal pardon. I mean, it was like, there was some sass in that voice. Yeah, I swear. We, <laughs> we heard pardon a lot after that because yeah. there was times that we'd actually veer off. But this one time, I swear, there was sass behind OnStar's mouth. <laughs> it was it was quite amusing because I mean none of us were expecting it. It just come out of nowhere. It's, just, <laughs> it's one of those things that you just you, you see commercials on and stuff like that. But no, it, it legitimately happened. We froze and just started busting up laughing. It was it was one of those things like, yeah, sure, you could plan that, but I did not know that if I sat there and talked crap to OnStar, <laughs> it was gonna come back and say, Pardon? <laughs> I that was the highlight. That was that was the highlight of the yeah. night for me. So beyond that, I mean, it was it was it was our standard trip. I mean, it, it's a lot of a lot of driving, a lot of boring. Like I said, there was definitely some gaming going on in there. A little bit of music, uh, a couple exciting moments. I think uh, the first one we ran into was uh, just on the other side of Dallas Fort Worth. We're driving. It's <clears throat> I can't remember exactly how late it was, but it was. It was still light out a little bit, I think. No, we were just in inside the city limits still, so it was just really bright from the lights. But uh, there was about two or three cars ahead of us, about five lanes uh, all together. And the guy, one lane next to us, two cars up, we're doing about 60 miles an hour. And all of a sudden, we see something happen. He got squirrely and turned completely sideways in the middle. Yeah. I mean, almost straight up T-boned. If, Another dude next to him. Yeah, if he would have stopped where he was, the way he was turned, we would have run right into the driver's side of that car. And Kyle, whoa! And I looked up, and all yeah. I see is the side of this car. And it, it was it was actually about an hour away from San Antonio. Yeah. We were we were getting there. We were in the home stretch. Yeah. It was late. We were all tired. Uh, I don't think Tim passed out the whole time. I think I think he. Was I think awake everybody and, pretty well stayed awake on the way. That there. that got the adrenaline pumping. I that did. I know I was awake the whole time after that. Like there had been times I was kind of nodding, but uh, that that yeah. woke me up. That one woke us up, and then let's see. The, so there was there's Dallas Fort Worth. Then there was what's the one after that? But before San Antonio, uh, Austin. Austin. Yeah, we were we were probably halfway through Austin, a little bit further into Austin, and. We're driving in this insane fog rolled through. I mean, oh, you, yeah. you could have cut it and ate it like a fucking donut. I mean, it was just, it was thick. It was very thick. And we're driving. There's only, again, only a couple cars. And it's about one o'clock in the morning at this point. Yep. <clears throat> and this random, and I, I want to say jackass of a cop, because I'm pretty sure it was his fault, come from the median out of oh, nowhere. Oh, I forgot about that. And... Pulls this guy over. He's in the middle lane of about six lanes. Tries to pull him over. And the guy decides he's not going to pull over. He's going to stop in the middle of all six lanes. And there was a semi behind him. Yep. 
And so the cop's trying to pull in behind the guy he's trying to pull over. And the semi apparently doesn't notice him. And all of a sudden, this semi is across almost three different lanes trying to dodge both of these vehicles. He, he was jet fighter piloting his way in between yeah. the vehicles. And he miraculously did it. Yeah, I thought he was going to hit one of them. I thought for sure either the car or the cop was going to catch one side or another of that yeah. that semi. It, it all was moving in slow motion. It, so that, that was... That was our moments of excitement on the yep. road, for the most part. Beyond that, it was pretty pretty standard drive. And then two o'clock gets there. We get to the hotel. It was it was time for bed. We set up the bedding arrangement, and we knew we only had like four hours tops before we had yeah, to. Get I up think that by morning. the time we got everything laid down, everybody got unexhausted from and, and stretched out from being in the car. It was probably three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. All together. And Pack South starts in five hours. Yep. So we lay down and we pass out. <coughs> and I mean, we passed out. It, it felt, I don't know about everybody else. I, I can't attest to them. But for me personally, I felt like I laid down, I blinked twice and the alarm is going off. Yeah. It, it was, it was quick. <sighs> I and I set my alarm ten minutes early accidentally. Yeah, so. yeah. The 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 standard agreement across the board. We're all getting up at seven thirty. Everybody sets alarms at seven thirty. John sets alarm for seven fifteen. And this is <laughs> this is due to the Ambien. I I do take Ambien and it can alter my my thought process. <laughs> so yeah. ten minutes prior to everybody else waking up, we have Beavis and Butthead laughing. And yes, <laughs> th- th- that <laughs> that is my alarm. Beavis and Butthead. Uh, it's the most obnoxious thing I've ever heard, but that's what gets me up in the morning. And it has for the past mm. three years now. Yeah. So it's we get up and it's time to go. Yep. So it's 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 really ramping up for us at this point, you know. We we took the car drive. We've waited the time. We get up. We shower. We run in. We all scarf Not down. Not together, so- mind you. Yeah, no, there was no together showering. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, there was no way you were fitting four people. You weren't fitting two people together in that bathroom. No. That bathroom, it was one of those weird things where it's like it had its own nook for the the sink. And then there was a door that led to where the toilet was and the shower. It Yeah, the, the door took up all standing room. So like you almost had to you almost had to step into the tub to open the door. Then you could step out of the tub and get out of the room. Yeah, it was that small. It was terrible. So anyways, we showered and we all went in, scarfed down some food, some free fantastic waffles hotel waffles waffles well i can't say I ate waffles i had toast this guy was so excited about waffle makers and then he eats toasts and bagels the whole time i was i was legitimately wanting to have waffles because hey who doesn't love a freaking belgian waffle you know yeah. and then they had three waffle makers and everybody wanted waffles it and wasn't let me that you, bad kyle was not waiting for waffles it wasn't that bad it really wasn't that bad by the time my toast was all done everybody else's waffles were done so it really wasn't much different. But anyways, I stuck with the toast. I had some uh, some cinnamon raisin toast and, <laughs> and a banana every morning. Jeez. So we, we ate that, geared up. We went back to the hotel room and geared up. 
I, I think with every passing morning that I had those waffles, like there was an increase of maple <laughs> syrup on them. Like they tasted awful to begin yeah. with, but I mean, I swear I was just like, I need all the sugar I get can get. I need all the energy I can get. So like my morning three, uh, it was more syrup than it was waffle. Yeah, it was it was practically a, a boat floating on <laughs> syrup that was slowly sinking into the syrup <laughs> because it was taking on syrup. It, yeah, that the first morning uh, I realized how bad the batter was and was like, I don't want to taste that batter. I just need, yeah. I need that waffle in me. Yeah, Let's so just make it a little <laughs> bit more pleasant. Yeah, so we decided. Let's gear up. Let's go. We wanted to make sure we got there to PAX early enough that we wouldn't have to fight any lines because there was a lot of talk about the lines being fairly long to start out with and then they kind of thin out towards the afternoon. (coughs) So our first morning, we gear up, we step out, and it is nothing but a the finest mist you could possibly think of. You can go and get a squirt bottle that spritzes a mist. Just spritz that in your face just from... Arm length oh distance. My God. That's what it was. And it's enough to piss you off, especially if you're a person like Kyle and I that wears glasses. Yeah. It's enough to piss you off because there's no getting around it. Your glasses are going to get wet, yeah. which means you're going to have to clean them again. It It is absolutely irritating. And that's exactly yeah. what it was. Now, the whole time, the whole five months that we were waiting for packs, I, I envisioned sunny days, uh, they were talking about how it was like 70 degrees last year and how they they think it'll be the same way here. We didn't know if it's going to be snowy or what, uh, but like I always envision sunny days. So I was kind of bummed when it was misty and overcast and yeah. ugly, but it was warm. Yeah. Uh, here here where we're at, it it's it's cold. We got down there. I think it got up to like seventy four. That yeah, day. it was it was That's low seventies. It was low seventies, and where we were at from from home, it was I think about low fifties. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was bad. Like I said, being being a person that wears glasses has to wear glasses. Like I I don't think I'm allowed to walk down the street without my glasses. I think it's illegal <laughs> with how blind I am. You're gonna run into somebody and, uh, and yeah. get into some trouble. So. Every five minutes, taking the glasses off, wiping them off just to put them back on and rinse and repeat. And we had a mile walk. Now, mind you, while we were doing this walk, we find out very quickly that there's these scooters around everywhere. Now, I had seen these things prior. Back when I went to Seattle, I had seen these things in Seattle. And what they are is, I guess it's a company called Lime or... Yep. Uh, there was Lime, what, Bird, Bird, and Razor. Right, and, and these scooters litter the sides of the streets, like yeah, thrown, just... some are propped up, yeah. what have you. Turns out, it's it's uh, if you've never seen this before, it's a service that you download the app, you scan, you put in your credit card on there, you scan whichever scooter you're going to use, and then it'll charge you for usage. Yeah. It turns on as soon as it, it's been scanned, and you can ride this thing. Now, originally, I thought, oh... It's a scooter. You, you just gonna kick it down the road? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that sounds stupid. But it wasn't long before we realized they were motorized. Yeah, they were electric scooters. They're 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 an eco friendly form of quick transportation between short distances. You know. Oh yeah. And we all kind of got out there. And we kind of we were kind of eyeballing them this this whole time. And we looked them over, and we thought, that, like I said, what what John said. You know, 
we're going to have to shove these things around. And then we, we found out they're motorized. They're, they're electric powered. And we go, we're going to try these. We got excited. We, we, we legitimately said in some way, shape or form, we are going to try these out sometime. <coughs> but it wasn't that day. We decided no. let's do the walk. So we did the walk. <clears throat> Not a bad walk. We were what? A Not mile? a walk of shame. Yeah, it was a mile. It was, it was about a mile from uh, from the entrance of Pax. We walked a lot of nice little sights to uh, to see along the way. It was it was really cool. So we uh, we walked down. We looked saw some of the river walk areas and stuff like that. Then we met our first great voice, the best voice I think we heard outside of maybe Corey Barlow Barlog. And that was the street signs. Oh, oh yes, the the uh, <laughs> for the the blind people, uh, the the crosswalks. The crosswalks. <laughs> <laughs> I so was not going to add the crosswalks into our story time here. <laughs> <laughs> so when you hit the buttons to to cross and you're trying to speed it up, damn thing will straight up tell you wait. And it, it started sounded the more you heard it, the more you hear it, yeah. the more it sounds like just a quack. Yeah, it wait, sounds like a duck. Wait, wait. And it repeats itself. Wait, wait. So I found myself <laughs> the whole time we were in San Antonio. Anytime, all, all of us. Yeah, all of us. Well, <laughs> the, there was three of us. Yeah. I don't think David did it. <laughs> but uh, we we would get on this. I think I was the one that did it the most. Like, we'd be walking down the road, and I'd just go, wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. And, I mean, it tells you to cross, when to cross, yeah. but that walk. wait. Walk. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, wait. That just stuck with me. I still occasionally, like, if I'm thinking, if I have time to think, wait, wait, wait. Or the, the Final Fantasy Mystic Quest music. Yeah. Forever ingrained into our brains. <laughs> the, the sound worm of evil. <laughs> But yeah, so we, we ran into these crosswalks and they just amused the ever living crap out of us. We enjoyed them. Amused there was the uh, one or two along our, our journey that flat out just didn't work. And then we had the one malfunctioning <laughs> crosswalk and it sounded like the best way I could describe it was was it was a duck that was being shot. Yeah, it it. Like it, it sounded it, like it was a like machine gun. I mean, it was it was hilarious. It was absolutely <laughs> like we we were dying when we heard that one. So after we got on down through there, all of a sudden we start seeing the signs. There they are, packs this way. Yep. Got your badge? Go here. Need your badge? Go there. So we start following the signs, following the signs, and all of a sudden we start seeing a few people trickling in from from other streets coming across the crosswalks. Yep. A few people riding down on the scooters, flying by. And as we get closer, more and more and more people. And, and before we knew it, it, it was it was a full-blown school line. You, you know, back when you're in school, everybody lines up and walks straight, yep. single-file line. Just hundreds of them. Everybody with their PAX badge out. And we're like, these are our people. Oh, we were where we belonged. Yeah. We're like, this is, this is where we need to be. So we, we start walking, and we finally see... We see the front door. Yep. And we see the security systems that they got there. Yep. I mean, it it's it was about as elaborate as 
a concert you go to, yeah. you know, hey, open your bag. If you have a bag, open it. Take everything out of your pockets. It was very, very. I got to say, I, I was impressed with it myself. I, I was not expecting that level of, and, and like I said, it wasn't the greatest, you know, security system ever. But yeah, I mean, they had full blown guards set up. They had police officers, oh. dogs. They had uh, metal detectors. You yep. walk through handheld metal detectors yep. and people searching your bags. They were ready. They I were. Mean, they knew the the crowd they were getting and they knew how to handle it. Yeah, I was very impressed with with how they did it and how well they handled it because, like I said, we were going there expecting you know a lengthy little wait you know to get in. We didn't stand in line for three minutes. No, that that really is true. They they got us through quick. They knew we wanted to be in there and uh, they did a a really damn good job. They, yeah. I mean, they'd, they'd look through your kind of <clears throat> go through your bag a little bit, but after the first time you kind of like, we went through that so many times because yeah. we were kind of in and out, but, um, it, the first time is kind of like, okay. And then after that, you're just like, oh, here's my bag. Yeah. doesn't matter. They kind of just look and move on. Yeah. So everybody, everybody kind of gets through the security we go through the, there's a double set of doors. We walk through door set one. We opened up door set two. And it's like we just kind of walked into, a, it was a whole nother world almost. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the whole atmosphere was just different. It just changed. It was gamers. Just, yeah. there wasn't a lot of people in there, but they had their merch booth set up. And there was a line that oh, went to Terre Haute. Yeah. Just crazy. I was like, why? Yeah, just just why? So, I know you're excited about the packs, but yeah. you can you can get your merch whenever. Yeah, they they had like I said, Three days. the line was forever long for merchandise on the first day. They had directors inside shouting, you know, directing people where to go. If you got your badges, go over here and, and yeah. get your badges and stuff like that. And it was it was just it was it was surreal, you know. We were there, and and. I remember thinking this is only just the beginning. Like I, I wasn't that overwhelmed with it or anything. Like I was just like, okay, this is nice and calm. And I wonder how crazy it's going to get. And I remember now the mind you, the, the first show that was going on that day was the keynote. And it just so happened that Corey Barlog, the director of God of war was going to give this keynote speech and we knew we didn't want to miss that. I I personally wasn't interested really in a lot of the PAX gear. They they do the whole orange thing. And this year, I don't, I want to say it was cheese, but I know somewhere on their, their fact for the merchandise, they called it mucus. And that instantly, like everything was, <laughs> it looked gooey. And yeah. the orange and the black to me just did not work. Last year's looked great, but this year's looked awful. So I was just kind of like, nah, I don't need to stand in this massive line yeah. to get a pack shirt just today. If I feel like I want to get one of those shirts down the road, I can. I, I guarantee these lines are not going to be nowhere near as busy tomorrow. Right. So yeah. we headed right for Corey Barlog. Yeah. So that in the line, that was, that was a fun little journey. You know, we're, we're kind of walking around and again, the directors around there, they're just kind of shouting at people, you know, indiscriminately, you know, if, yeah, you know, if you're heading this way, this is where you're going. You know, there's not, there wasn't really any signs saying, you know, this is this way. No. You know? 
So we, we just kind of followed the crowd. You know, we followed the crowd and we're walking down through here and it's, this is a big building. Okay. Oh like, my God, I, it was. I didn't realize how big this building was until I started walking it. So we're walking it and. I had seen it so many times on like Google Maps and yeah. and thought, oh yeah, it surely can't be that big. And you, the first time you're walking that thing, you almost get lost. No, oh, I, I I will I will be the first to admit I was I was turned around a little bit the first day trying to figure out where we were and yeah. kind of get my bearings at certain times. But I mean, just to just to give you a an idea, I mean, this is a this is a four story. At least from what we noted, four stories, four different levels. Yep. And just absolutely massive on every level. Yep. I mean, just stupid, stupid, huge. So we're, we're walking along, we follow everybody, and we find the waiting area for the keynote session. Yep. And so we, we kind of got in line. We weren't first in line, but we were we were very, very close to the front. We were probably one of the first 50. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit more than that. So the line wasn't huge. And the way they had the line set up, uh, it was kind of a zigzaggy kind of, you know, follow the banner, uh, the uh, the uh, w- roped off sections. Yeah. And it was a zigzaggy pattern that led to where the person was going to, uh, the director was going to lead you. Yeah. So it was very well set up and they, they made sure that the areas were wide enough that you could even sit down without getting in anybody's way or anything. Like yeah, that. you so. could you could sit down and still had room for people to walk around you if you needed to within the rows. And uh and that's what we did. We 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 got up there, we got in line and we we decided this is the first opportunity that we're going to get to do something while we're waiting. Yep. And so we all sat down painfully might i add that was not fun sitting on concrete no but you do what you got to do at pax damn it you do it <laughs> <laughs> and we broke out the nintendo switches and we played tried tried to play some uh some mario kart we got what was it like good three rounds in yeah. i think so it, it was it was pretty painful both both um uh, Physically, yeah, <laughs> and painful just metaphorically because you couldn't like originally we had it set up for four player split screen, and then we were like, hey, we've got two switches, yeah. So we did a system link on them, and I think we got one round in with the system link before they started saying, hey, get ready, tighten up the lines, yeah. and then next thing we knew, we're we're in the auditorium waiting for Corey to come out and yeah. do his his thing that auditorium was fantastic it like, was really cool i, I wasn't <laughs> expecting anything like that you know i knew there was gonna be panels there we was gonna go into these panels and I, I was like i know there's not gonna be anything real extravagant but i did not realize that this cory barlog uh session was gonna be in an auditorium like it was and i mean they had the whole deal they had music they had lights they had uh screen panels up everywhere's uh it, it was it was awesome. It was legit. It was three like they had three stories. They had the main seating area, and then they had two balconies. Yeah, and then they had a a fairly large stage. It wasn't anything grand, right? But, I mean, your attention's going to this stage, so 
we we managed to get shoot we were what maybe four five rows back yeah if even that you had like the first i think the first three rows were were your vip section yep and and then we were only a couple rows behind that yeah i mean so, we were right there we, we could have practically reached out and touched Cory Bar- cory barlog i mean <laughs> pretty much we could have spit and maybe gotten some spittle on him. <laughs> maybe but yeah we were we were close and and he put on a good a good keynote yeah he, basically like i don't know like people were excited to be there but it wasn't like an oh my god or anything like that it was just it was very kind of chill for the crowd that there was and uh he just basically asked what what do you have to do to get in the industry uh and he told his story yeah plain and simple the the story of Corey barlog and it was it was kind of inspiring you know to, to hear about his his ups his downs you know, he he had a few small successes here and there and and had more, some flops. Yeah, more more flops than anything, you know, and it's it's crazy when you think about somebody as successful as the, the director of God of War. Game I mean, of the year two thousand eighteen. Game of the year two thousand eighteen. Not not the Cowboys. <laughs> not the Cowboys. I'm not gonna alienate the group. <laughs> <laughs> You guys uh, like your games that you like. Yeah. There's stories behind why I don't like that, but that's we'll a not, different, that's a, yeah, a whole we'll, we'll not different into that. can of worms. But it, it was, again, like I said, being, being who we are, we're, we're on, uh, I don't want to say the same journey that he's been through, but we're on our own similar journey. We are, we are small, we are growing and we are trying to make something. And hearing those words to say, you know, you can get there. You're going to get tore down. There's going to be hard times. That that's that was inspiring to me to know, you know, maybe this, you know, we 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 can still do this. And that's yep. that that's really helped me a lot. It was yeah, it was really cool. It was it was very for an hour. He he put a, told a good story, uh, and then it led to uh, some of it. I did get a little lost in like. Um, like I had a hard time following some of it, I guess. He he ran but, off on a few tangents. <laughs> <laughs> he did, he did. But for the most part, it was a very good uh, story he had to tell, and you know nobody should ever have been stuck with trying like getting offered to make Duke Nukem Forever, and <laughs> managing to avoid that bullet. We don't speak of but, that. <laughs> yeah. So it that that was that was pretty cool, and I really thought that that was going to be the highlight for me. Like the whole highlight of the entire weekend was going to be, I got to see Corey Barlog. Yeah. I didn't really know who he was before God of War, but then it's like watching his reactions to people and the way they responded to God of War, him like literally in tears uh, during live streams, watching his game being played and how people responded so positively to it um, made me feel for the guy more and i i found out who who he was and you know the games he has done and it made me really excited yeah. to see him and like I said, he, he was a, he was a cool guy i mean he's he's your your everyday dude just like me and you yep. you know he really was i mean he didn't come out there in no fancy suit yep. he didn't you know put himself as as you know some people do above everybody else because he is this great producer he is this great person yep. he come out there and what was it? Jeans and t-shirt with a, a ball cap on. Yep. I mean, chill dude. And shot the shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the, he, he told us the story and that was that. <clears throat> he did so, not censor himself. <laughs> yeah. No, 
So we, I, I thought that was going to be the highlight. We got done with that. And now, mind you, we we all had plans. We had the PAX app downloaded. Yeah. We we had figured out the schedule. We knew we were going to hit up all these certain panels. We had some tourneys that we were going to going to look at and try to get into. And we we, like, s- we spent plenty of time working on those. Oh yeah, we, they they had finally released the schedule probably about three weeks to a month before. Yeah, and we we were excited for these panels there was some there was streaming 101 yeah there was uh, uh how to pack how to packs that 101. Was, yeah <laughs> so that was the next one we actually went to yeah how to packs was our next destination um like i said everything was scheduled everything had its time blocks and, and whatnot so we we did a lot of planning to to kind of go through and see what everybody else had booked to make sure you know are we all going to the same one? Do we want to split up? You guys go to this and we'll go to that. So there was a lot of, a lot of planning. Uh, we, we all decided, you know, PAX 101. Everybody wants to go to PAX 101. You know, how do you PAX? Yep. We've never been. And even before we went and got to see Corey, 10 o'clock is when they were opening the actual expo doors to where, you know, everything else, all the merch was going to be. Yeah. And so we didn't even really know about the expo floor. We knew no. we wanted to get to it. We had seen it. Uh, we were on the second story and there was some windows overlooking the expo floor from a distance. So we saw it. We're like, yeah, cool. We're going to get to that. Right. Um, it wasn't even open at that point. So I mean, right. There, there wasn't much going on. There was no hype yeah. at all. So, yeah, we went to PAX 101. We went to PAX 101. So we... we <laughs> We got in there. We sat down. And we listened to to what was going on. Uh, I I can't say for everybody else. I wasn't a hundred percent impressed by anything said in Pact One Hundred One. It was, yeah. you know, it, it was. It just, wasn't meant to be. Yeah, it was. It was what it was. You know, people, the people that were there presenting the panels, kind of talking about their experiences with packs. Oh yeah. Um, they did give out some good tips. Uh, not gonna lie, one of them that they did touch on: make sure you eat. <laughs> the first day, I, I guess we just didn't realize it. We didn't even no, 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 we didn't no, even no. touch lunch until after one thirty. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. Kyle didn't plan for that. Yeah, I, I knew. I had jerky. I had peanuts. <laughs> yeah. I knew, but I also knew <clears throat> that we weren't gonna just stop and buy something there. Like I, I knew that I needed sustenance. And jerky was perfect. Yeah. So I had he did not. I had two very warm, slightly mushed together into almost a ball granola bars. Those are the best. And that's that's all I had in a bottle of water. That's all I brought. And so uh, I I did snack off one of those. Uh, I think it was after Pax One Hundred One because like I said I, I was starting to get a little hungry and like I said that, that comment they're like make sure that you eat. They said a lot of people they don't they don't remember to eat because they're so excited about everything they just they just put it off put yep. it off and it, it wears on you. They said make sure you eat make sure your friends eat. That's right. Now at that point we get we had gotten out of we decided to go ahead and bail on PAX one hundred one a little bit. Yeah. Then we got went to the streaming one hundred one. Yes. That's what it was. Streaming one hundred one was our next destination. And we kind of we kind of piddled around a little bit. There was these kiosks uh, stationed all over the place where you could go scan your badge. It was part of a, a trophy system and a storyline. 
to get prizes and stuff. So we were we were kind of actively hunting these out in between our transitions from one panel to the next. Um, we got some of those done, and <clears throat> we we headed for uh, streaming one hundred and one. We we all I don't want to say all of us. Three of us are, are streamers. Yep. Me me John and Tim. David doesn't stream, so he wasn't really all that interested in it. He kind of he dove off on his own area at this point. Yep. But we wanted to go to Streaming 101. We wanted to further our knowledge of streaming, see what they could bring to us, you know. And so we we went up and found the line for Streaming 101. The line for Streaming 101 was fairly long. <laughs> I was I was kind of impressed by that. But what what was more impressive was the area where the line was at was the same area as the gaming lounge. Yeah, it was the uh, free play, uh, just a huge floor full of tables with TVs on them with various consoles. Yeah, there was probably there was probably 70, 75 tables in there with two to three TVs and consoles for every single table. There was a lot. Yeah. I I couldn't put a number to them. Yeah, there was there was a bunch, and it was really cool walking into this room and just seeing all these people playing their favorite games. Yeah, it was so freaking cool. And and to top it off, what was even better about this room was they have their own library of games that you can rent and check out and play. So if there's something you haven't played, they got it. You check it out. Boom, you and your friends get to play. Yep. It was it was cool. It was really cool. It, it was very neat. It was very well put together. And I it it never seemed like it was out of control or anything like that. No. It was always very chill. Yeah. Like every time I went in there, anytime we saw it, anytime we walked by it, it was very chill. Very. And uh, I got to hand it to him. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a really, really cool thing to see. So we we took note of that and we said, yeah, we're we're going to visit this place. We're going to come back here and check this out you know, a little later. Yep. So we, we waited in line, kind of getting our, our, our hype on. And we, they finally start leading us into the, the panel room for streaming one-on-one. We get in there and we sit down and they got lanyards in there for everybody from Mixer. Mixer was yep. uh, a very, very prominent. Uh, Mixer was the thing. Yeah, it, it was, it was what was there. And it, it cracks me up because they were very much mixer, like the mixer people were there and they were on the floor and the people that were missing was anybody representing Twitch. Now, while the panel was going on, they had four people from that streams on mixer as well as one of like the, the, he's one of the, I don't want to say he's like a director, but he, he works coordinator. At, yeah. He's like a coordinator. He yeah. works internally with mixer. <laughs> so in behind them is this backdrop. Of like the PAX logo and Twitch, I I, I don't know if you noticed that or not. <laughs> I guess I missed that. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, we're talking mixer here, yet you guys have Twitch plastered in behind you. Oh yeah, I do remember it because it was all over the. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, I was like, where? What about your Twitch people? Because yeah. they were like, well, you know, they still gave very basic um, it, streaming. Yeah, it was streaming in general. Yeah, streaming tips, tricks. And the personalities that were there on stage, I I enjoyed what they had. Yeah, to, they, had to they say. were really cool. I actually want to still look them up on yeah. Mixer and just see what their content is. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, that it, wasn't bad. We I, I I can't say for everybody, but I can say personally for myself, I did take away quite a bit. And I know 
I know that others took away stuff because, like I said, we we bounced ideas and talked about stuff afterwards uh, about what we did take away from it. You know, yeah, the three of us really did, and <coughs> I mean, it, it was cool because even that, like, a question and answers, uh, people got to go up and ask questions, and I was trying to find the people that anytime they said, "Hey, I'm such and such on Twitch," I was looking them up on Twitch. So I managed to get one guy that had gone up and asked a question and I managed to watch his first stream after PAX and got to share my couple of my stories with him. And, and, uh, that was kind of cool to yeah. me, but, uh, yeah, they, even he was like that. They were helpful. They were really helpful. Yeah. So that was at the point that, uh, your hunger took over and you became the incredible Hulk. Yeah. I, I was, I was getting hangry at this point. I was, I, I'm, I like food. He, th- this guy, if you've ever seen the Snickers commercials, he, yeah, he was Willem Dafoe. He was Hulk Hogan. <laughs> he was the Hulk in general. Yeah. You name it. He was, I got to get some meat. I was like, yeah, we got to eat. We, we need to move. We need to move now to the food. So we was ready to go and start hunting out food. And so we wanted to kind of get everybody back together. David was kind of off on his own. We three were, were, were tagging along. You know, pretty well. So we we message David, say, you know, where you at? Where you at? And he says, you know, he's he's down on the expo floor. Yeah, he's waiting in line for something. So we said, okay, let's we'll go in there and we'll wait wait for David to get done, and then we'll all go grab something to eat. So we we meander around till we find the the way to the expo floor, and we're on the second story. We're on the second floor, and we find the direction where the expo's at we walk through the doors and everything changed at the house. <laughs> everything. well <laughs> uh was that before oh yeah yeah, yeah. we, we yeah. stopped there yeah, you're right we didn't right. actually go down into it until after we it ate. was like a balcony like we walked in and there was a couple of bo- streaming booths set up for elgato yeah, was elgato. actually had setups there with their new lights and their cam link and everything. Yeah. And you just like, you can hear just the buzz from the yeah. floor. It was a complete, it was a, it was a roar. It, and yeah. As you got closer, it just got louder. And it, we walked up to the edge and I swear all three of us at the same time hit record on our phones and started recording just the way the floor looked because from the other angle that we were at on the second, uh, the second story earlier, it didn't look that impressive. It was it, just like, okay, there's yeah, some booths. It didn't do it justice. If you're standing over this thing, you, you it's just so busy and so crowded and so much going on. It blew our minds. Yeah. Like it, it, it absolutely was just astounding. Like I, I never thought that whenever I was going to step in there, this was going to be what I was going to see. And like he said, we, we walked over to this balcony and we just instantly start taking pictures, hitting our record button, and we're we're panning around here, and we're taking video, and we're just like, we can't even see all the booths that are in here because they're so far off in the distance, so hidden back in corners, yep. because there was so much stuff, and we were just in complete awe. Like yep. it was, it was amazing. We were we were pointing out booths. We're like, we're going there. We're going to that one. It was 
crazy. I, yeah, you can tell who paid more for their spots because like Discord was massive. Oh god, yeah. You could see that Microsoft had a presence there because they had this huge just set up picture of Crackdown Three. Uh, Mixer, they yeah, had their stuff lit up. <laughs> Mixer all over the was place. huge. Yeah, Mixer, they they were holding uh, Fortnite. Yeah, like, tournaments. Yeah, they were holding tournaments for Fortnite. So I mean, you could pick out little things. There was Tiny Build. There was uh, Devolver. There was uh, a little booth called for uh, for fans by fans. Yeah, you name it, it it was there. Uh, they had setups for. Uh, I could see. Uh, days gone yep. and that was just wild to me i was like i didn't know that they were even going to have days gone here yeah and it turns out this was like one of the first times you could see the gameplay yeah it was just it was it was an experience it, it really was and so we're just up there we're all just taking it all in pretty much just really enjoying it we texted david and we're like come on we need to we need to go get something to eat yep and david's like Go ahead and go without me. He goes, I'm in a line. I'm waiting for possible prizes. I don't want to leave. I can't get out. So we was like, okay. So we we, we took our, our hiatus and we went. We actually <laughs> left the place. And of all places that we went to eat, John, where did we go we, to eat? We ended up at IHOP. We went, IHOP. We went nine IHOP. hours, nine and a half, ten hour drive from where we are down to San Antonio. Two packs. One of the greatest events we've ever been to. We are in the local San Antonio area on the Riverwalk, and we ate at IHOP, guys. And if you've ever, if you've never been to San Antonio, San Antonio has some fantastic restaurants. This I had visited it back in 2010. This is where my wife and I spent our honeymoon, and we tried out a lot of the local cuisine and it was great. And I had a lot of good things to say about it. And we ended up at IHOP and that was just simply because it was the closest thing. I told them, I was like, why don't we eat at IHOP? It's right here. We can get right back to it. I didn't know about them, but I knew I wanted to hit that expo floor because we did not leave that balcony. Like we, we really veered away from it. And I know if we would have gotten down on the floor, Oh, we would have still been hungry. It had been over. So I hop, we, we, we mold some ideas around and we were anxious to get back to. Yeah. We, we, we hustled back pretty quick. We, we, we chowed down and we headed back. Now, as we said, the expo changed everything for us. We did not think it was going to be anything like that. So when we got back in there, we're like, we're diving into this head first. We're just straight up diving into it. So that we did. It 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 was a whole different world even being actually on the floor. Seeing it from there, it's even grander, even yeah. much bigger than what you're seeing from the patio, from the balcony. Yeah. Uh we get down that escalator and we it just ate us. It yeah. swallowed us. And like we, we tried we tried so hard. And we, we, we did really well. I got I to gotta give us props. We did really well the first day of staying together while in that massive bog of people in we the did. expo. And this is where we got a lot of our, our best like footage. It, yeah. 
we started recording stuff and we came across some great games. There was some of us that didn't get to go and play the games right off that we really wanted to play. Uh, Namco was a very big presence there. They had Ace Combat 7. They had, uh, what was that, Jump Force? They had Jump Force there. Jump Force. That was fun. (laughs) Capcom, they had a Resident Evil 2 booth set up. They had a police car with a dead zombie on it and they go in and take pictures they did really good with their booth i was really impressed with with the detail they put into it like yeah. I said, they they didn't allow anybody that wasn't gonna wait in line to see footage they they legitimately boxed in the people that were trying out they the did. games to where if you wanted to see any kind of footage you were gonna wait in line for your two hours to get inside but that's that i think that's a good thing yeah. i think I think they did good on that. Uh, Days Gone had a had Days a great Gone. setup too. Yeah, hanging zombies with uh, the main character there next to them. Yep. Uh, they had the the mesh nets all the way around uh, it, so you could you couldn't really see in, but it was like it was enough to give you that that little bit of a tease. Yeah, and I'm I'm ashamed that I never got the chance to get in there and try it uh, out. That was one thing that uh, the lines the, for those ones were so so long. They, they were always brutal. capped. They were brutal. Always, yeah. They literally had people standing out there with signs that said "line capped." Yeah. Um, Devil May Cry Five was another humongous one that was there, almost impossible to get in line. Yep. It was always capped. But uh, I mean, heck, they had. I want to say there was six or eight consoles there set up with Devil May Cry in their yeah. area. I mean, they were funneling yep. people through eight at a time, and they just couldn't. They couldn't handle the capacity. They just couldn't. No, and. Uh, that left that left the indie games a bit more available and the indie games to me is where the win was that was they were the winners to me i there was a lot of unique interesting different games i mean as yeah. i've said before devolver was out there devolver had a big presence last year yeah. from what i saw and uh if it's one game that like i like god of war don't get me wrong but i think my 2018 game of the year was the messenger by Devolver Studios, yep. and uh, that is a love letter to the Ninja Gaiden games, and it, it was so funny and so witty, and the mechanics in it were great. The control was spot on, just a great game, and they had that on display this year. But they had a few others like Ape Out, and uh, <coughs> there, there was another one, uh, Gato Gato Roboto. Yeah, and uh, so they had a great little presence out there, and. Yeah, I I can't remember all, a lot of the names. There was there was some really great games there that we got to play. Um, there was one that was very um, uh, I can't even think of what the name of it, the actual game is. Which one? Uh, uh, I can't even think of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I'll I'll think of it. Halfway overwhelmed. Through. Yeah, I'll think, overwhelmed. I'll think of it halfway through. Uh, one booth we came across was a group called the Arcade Crew, yeah. and this game it, it was um, Dark Devotion. That was one of them. Yeah, Dark Devotion <laughs> was. It was a very very interesting game. Yeah, it was it, very fun. Very two uh, D. Uh, it, it's a little bit more than sixteen bit. It seemed like yeah. it, it. It had a lot of dead cells going on for it. Yeah, kind of. Kind of Dark Souls ish. Yeah. Also. Not not like the gameplay itself, but kind of themed. The the way you had the way you played the game and the way you had to plan your attacks. There was weight behind your attacks. 
there was, you had to time them out basically. And if you timed it wrong, a boss was going to smash your face. The boss that I fought against was this big brooding. He reminded me of the butcher off of Diablo, but his guts were like hanging out. Yeah. And he, he schooled me like he schooled all of us. Yeah. It, your sword so heavy that you, as I said, you had to absolutely plan your attack because there was a couple seconds between swings. You had to swing it that hard. And, yeah. um, it, it made me hungry for that game. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the other game from earlier that I couldn't think of the name, uh, it was very Contra like, Oh yeah. I cannot remember what the name of it was. Blazing Chrome. Blazing Chrome. Yeah. And John really dove into that game. That's, that's his bread and guys, butter. Guys, my name on Twitch is classic game freak. My name on YouTube is Classic Game Freak. There is a reason that I went with the name Classic Game Freak because I am a freak about old games. I love them. So when you put a game like Contra in front of me, it's it's the straight love letter to Contra. And we're yeah. talking Contra Hardcore. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> Contra Hardcore meets Metal Slug. The same kind of graphics, the same love and devotion to it. I fell in love with this game. I Daily daily looking on steam to see when they're going to give a release date for it or if it's gone live they still say q1 2019 and it's driving me nuts because they are very kind of they they put a tweet out there here and there talking about the game but they are very like unresponsive to tweets they don't really go and like people's tweets or respond to anything so trying to get any sort of info out of them is painful you get none and it's hurt my soul because i want that game over Dark Devotion so much, and it's only the end of January. So Q1, <laughs> I mean, it could still be another two or three months. Yep, very well. And with our <laughs> luck, you know how that goes. It will be. Yeah, I I just want a release date yep. that that will appease me for now. Uh, it, this is a, those two games are going to be games. I have money on my Steam wallet. I'm waiting for the games. I refuse to buy anything else until i see those so the 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 next game i want to bring up and and i know john's excited for this is a it's a game we ran across and it just kind of captured everybody everybody Uh that walked by it just everybody stopped and they're just like what is this 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 looks amazing and that was nilo nilo we're we're warframe guys we we love Warframe. Kyle originally got me into Warframe back in 2013. I hated it then, uh, but they've since really turned their game around. It has been a great game. Yeah. And so Nilo really looked like Warframe to it, me. It looked like Warframe had a baby with aliens. <laughs> aliens. That's 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 what I get from it. It's the tail. I can't help it. It's the tail. Yeah, he does have the tail. It to me, it's Vanquish meets Devil May Cry meets the aesthetic, just the aesthetic of Warframe. Yeah, that's that's what I'm going for. But what was so captivating about this game was not only the fact that was it just stunning and beautiful graphically, but the pace at which you played this game. Oh my god, you. You want to play Sonic and and go fast? Sonic's sitting still compared to Nilo. Okay. So, yeah, Sonic. He's he's old and slow compared to this game. Yeah. 
this game moves so fast. Now, I will say that I was convinced enough. I I was the one that got to go up and play it. I think everybody else kind of sat that one out, but I was bound and determined to try it there. Uh, we got to ask the developers a few questions, which was so amazing to me. Uh, I had never done that before. Yeah. So that was exciting. I sat down and played this game. In this game, you are moving so fast, you're literally running into walls because your reaction time is just pitiful. Yeah. This game, I don't know. I don't know how they've done it. It's almost too fast. I want to say. It, it. It looked as 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 you said, almost too fast. Like I said, I mean, you they you were really booking it on there. Yep. And it was just. That was impressive, though. And they've they've uh, have platforming sections in this game that will have you in the air and dashing in the middle of the air to try to hit these platforms. And it doesn't always it isn't always a good thing. I know I I felt a bit embarrassed whenever I just failed <laughs> that miserably in front of the creators of the game. It was it, it hurt my heart a little bit, but. Like they presented a really good game. They've been working on it for five years. It was a group of, it was two people that worked on the game. One guy that actually worked on the sound and then they had a voice actor. Right. And that, that was one of the things I think that impressed me the most at when you, when you see this game and how visually pleasing this game is. Yeah. It is no slouch. Yeah. And to, to, to know that only two people worked on this. Yep. And put that much love and time into it just absolutely impressed the hell out of me i mean that's that's serious dedication right there yeah and it's i mean i wouldn't say it's triple a but it's it's getting there uh it's still very much in its alpha uh it's still in early access but uh i I was impressed enough to go buy a copy i i while i was there at pax i got on my phone got on my steam it was like purchase (laughs) so the night i got home I was literally downloading Nilo. Uh, I don't think I don't think anybody else has even bought it yet. I'm ashamed. Um, I, I think Tim. I think I'm, Tim might have picked it up, but I'm, I'm disappointed. Not 100 <laughs> sure yet. I bet you he hasn't. He. It's very good chance he he hasn't. But I want to say he said he was at least going to. Kingdom Hearts got in the way. Uh oh, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was it was impressive. You know. Just the whole thing. the The game had a, a a unique little aspect to it too that we we didn't touch on. Uh, like I said, you, you play you play it and you're moving fast. You're in this three dimensional world and you can change your view instantaneously to this top down kind of Galaga, almost twin stick shooter, yeah, kind of style. And it, it was it was a really interesting uh, add to the game. You know, a little bit of depth to it that made it stand out even more. It, it makes it different enough that it's something that I hadn't seen in any other game where you can go from top down to third person. And uh, I don't, so far what I've played of it, I don't know how it helps you really, but I like the fact that it's there. Right. I, I like the fact, and I'll go, I'll find myself just playing this third, third, uh, third person and never really feel the need to go to that right. that top down. But. The, the, the only thing I kind of got from it, from just what I, I seen when people were playing it, it seemed like when you would go from that third person into the, the top down view, it kind of slowed things down a little bit. It did. The so pacing it, changes. Yeah, it, it kind of makes it maybe a little more uh, 
you know, friendly like to, you, to, to the aiming system. Yeah. And you don't, you're not running into a bunch of things. You yeah. kind of see it coming over. So you can kind of zip around and then change to this top down view, take out some guys and switch back to your other view and kind of just take off again. Yep. So that, that to me was a big highlight. Uh, I, I knew I had to have that game. And I'm excited to see where they go with it. Yeah. They've apparently been making a lot of strides on the game over the past five years. It's come a long way. So yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of watching a game like that grow. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan. There was a, a game way back that came out. It was like one of the release titles for the Xbox 360 called Chrome Hounds. And that game lived off of its server. Uh, you To pl- enjoy the full game... The full game was practically online. The single player was was a training. Uh, it was uh, pretty much a tutorial, and they ended up shutting this game back, uh, shutting it down in two thousand nine, I think it was, maybe it was two thousand ten. But a developer, he, this guy had worked on Fear and Borderlands and so on, took it upon himself to make a game that mimicked Chrome Hounds. Like it, it feels so much like Chrome Hounds and. I backed it way early on then and have watched it grow over the years into something massive. And he's, he's still working on it hard. He's still very passionate about it. And I love seeing a game like that come together. So that's, that looks very much kind of the same thing with Nilo. They, they've really brought it together. Yeah, there was, That was that was definitely one of the games that impressed us the most. I think while we were there, um, I know another one that really caught John's attention. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, you you bought it? Oh, Black Eyes. Black Eyes. Yes, Black Eyes. I sat down. I played a little bit of it. Uh, probably should have used keyboard and mouse on that one. It was very sluggish when trying to use controller. But all in all, just just what was there was really cool. It was a very visual visually stimulating game <laughs> it borderlands meets tron yeah it, you're you're hacking these servers and you're uh you're getting getting attacked by these little spiders and so on they're actually the de- defenses from these servers so it you're looking at grids different yep. colored grids uh you change out your weapons uh which are different programs or call up little helpers, little uh, uh, familiars that are like um, defenders, almost like uh, virus scanners, almost. Yeah. And it it was very cool. And I mean, they had an asking price of ten dollars. I I couldn't say no to that. Yeah. The the guys were very passionate and excited. You got a game and a poster out of it. I yeah. mean, they they were offering up some really cool little posters to go with them if you bought the game right then and there. A couple of pins as well. <laughs> yeah. One thing I think that really impressed me was they they had been working on the game for a little over a year and the three guys that were there like i i had to get their attention because they were at one of the the display booths that you know they let people play on and they're going over some of the game right there like pointing at some of the stuff that this gun was doing and how they could make it better. And, and what if they added this? So they were very much in a brainstorming session while they had the booth going on. And I, that blew me away. The fact that they were even that into the development of the game while they're showing it off. I, 
I just it was just a shut up and take my money yeah. moment for me. <laughs> it was it was pretty it's cool. A good game. It was it was it was a really cool thing to to try out. Um, we did a lot of walking around. There were a lot of other other booths that weren't game related. We had. <clears throat> A lot of merchandise booths. A yes. lot, a lot of merchandise booths. Be sure to go in and take money with you because you will spend. Oh, I, 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 I kind of, you know, thought, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be expensive. It's packs. I don't think I was prepared for just how expensive the merchandise was gonna be. <laughs> J- just to give you an idea, like I said, they're they're packs hoodie. They're the, oh, the terrible yeah. packs hoodie that we did not like a whole lot. Was seventy five dollars. and that was just the tip of the iceberg you know if you wanted to get like a water bottle just a a plain chain water bottle with packs on it it was $25 you know they were expensive and it wasn't just the packs merchandise that was expensive it was everything yeah you weren't spending any less than $20-$25 for a shirt yeah it didn't matter I mean they had retro games there they had you know new day games there that we play on yep. Xbox One and stuff, and there wasn't anything there, like you said, under twenty, twenty-five bucks. Right. So, to be able to get that, you know, that whole entire game that you got for ten bucks, that was truly a steal. Yeah. In that time, you know, and they, Nilo, Nilo, the same. It was only what fifteen. It was twenty. Twenty. It's it, but that was on Steam. I didn't actually buy it from them. Right. So that was the asking price on Steam. Uh, Black Ice was actually, I don't know if it was just a marketing ploy or what, but they had 15 originally typed up and they had an Marked X out. through it and had it for $10. So seeing it for $10, I, it, it, for what it is, it's worth well over $10. Yeah. They had uh, many, many booths around there that were the good old-fashioned boxes of death oh god you're really gonna bring that one up i've got to bring those up (laughs) now not all of them were bad i forgot about it too they were uh loot boxes themed and they ranged from some of the smaller ones were 40 40 dollars to some of the bigger ones around 60 yes Um, we did buy a couple uh not necessarily for ourselves but i know i bought one for my wife um right tim bought one for his wife he bought one for himself. John bought one for himself. <clears throat> well, I, the, the $40 one, uh, they had some different themes and uh, the mystery boxes. Like what was cool was these boxes had like a treasure chest, like a Zelda treasure chest or or it was a Rubik's Cube. It was just a random yeah. mis- mishmash of items. And then one that caught my eye, which... Uh, my wife was very much a decision maker in which box I got was uh, it was in the shape. Well, the art style of Bob's burger. It was it was a burger. It, it was a burger. Yeah, it, it was, was pretty cool. <laughs> it was a square burger. So after talking with her, asking what she wanted, we went with Bob's burgers. And um, then there was the ones that were a bit more pricey, as you said, there's, yeah, you know, uh, kid- t- Tim Tim bought one of the pricier ones that was uh, sixty dollars. His was uh, a Marvel themed one, which was pretty cool. He got yep. some pretty cool loot out of that. Um, and then he got uh, I can't remember what the other one was that he got. I ended up getting one for my wife, which was uh, Game Harry of- Potter. Well, it was Harry Potter. Yeah. That's what it was. And then I got one for my wife, which was fifty, and it was uh, Game of Thrones. Yep. And damn, did it get a lot of attention! I had 
so many people stopping me asking, what's in that box? What's in there? And I had to tell them, guys, I'm sorry. I haven't opened it. You need to open it. I need to know what's in that box. I need to know what's in that box. So it was, it was cool because out of all the things that we did, I think that got more attention was with me carrying that around than almost anything yeah. else. And then the stuff that she got out of it was pretty cool. You know, right. might, might dive into that later. Maybe not. We'll, we'll see. But uh, it, it was really cool. Uh, I bought a, a cheap little $10. It was a $10 loot yep. box. And I got that for my, my son. And it ended up having a a belt buckle in there. One of those belt buckles that actually has like a seat belt and it was themed as uh green lantern. It yep. was, it was pretty cool. It, every bit worth the 10 bucks on that one. So that was really cool. Yeah. Mine, uh, the Bob's burger stuff. Uh, I couldn't open it because I had promised the wife that if I found a mystery box, I bring it home and it was filled with Bob's burger stuff. It had a stuffed pokeball in there, which was kind of weird and a <laughs> weird, like, fabric mustache that you could actually you know you could band to your face but it had some bob's burger stuff it had a really cool coochie copy coffee mug in there so i really enjoyed that and uh yeah. that that wasn't too bad but i think everybody but me really made it out unscathed on that they yeah. they really got their money's worth and <laughs> if it's one mystery box i ended up with and i think we're kind of blurring the days a little bit together because i know we're get we're in the two hour mark yeah but um the second day I decided I saw a mystery box for $25 that said one to seven games uh, could be a handheld console in there, uh, various gaming related items. And I went, this was my knee jerk. I'm going to buy this because you know, what if it's steam codes? I'm okay with that. You know, give me some steam games, give yep. me some old games. <laughs> you guys surely can't fill these with crap, right? <laughs> And uh, so I had everybody else excited about it. Tim was going to buy one. They had run out and said, come back the next day. We should have more in stock. Yeah. Cool. At, at this point, like even I wasn't really wanting to buy one, but I, I kept thinking it's 25 bucks. It's like just, just the mystery alone <laughs> makes me want to, it makes me want to try one out. The so hype, I, the hype was getting real. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? If they have more tomorrow, I said, I, I gave, I gave Tim 25 bucks because we kind of, kind of split up and did a, a few different things on day two and day three i said if they have more get me one you know yep and on day two they didn't have any after after john had bought his they had ran out day three uh we 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 luckily i took my money back okay so <laughs> let me let me elaborate on this real quick uh I, I we do have a video up on my unboxing of this video but for the sake of this episode i will go ahead and tell you it sucked I I cannot believe I wasted my money on it. I I was so excited to get into this box to see what was in it. I was sure. I was damn sure that there was going to be a gem or two in there. So I did a an unboxing and refused to look in the box to see what was in it beforehand. Completely blind holes. <laughs> Completely yep. blind. I reach in there. I start feeling around. And at first I feel just some packaging. I feel like it almost felt like a... Um, Hot Wheels. Yeah. Almost. So I pull out. It was a what was called a figurable, and it was of Sagat. Yes. It was a metallic Sagat. We're talking inch and a half tall, yeah, if even that. It wasn't very big. Sagat, not my all-time favorite Street Fighter character, but whatever. Okay, <laughs> moving on. There's another 
package like that in the box, I can feel. Oh, this one was good. Oh, man, I pull it out. Hot Wheels. That's the first thing I saw was Hot Wheels. I'm like, oh, God, you got to be kidding me. But it gets worse. It, it gets so much worse. It's a Minecraft Hot Wheels, and it was a brick. Like, a brick with wheels. I'm, yeah, it was it, like a grayish brick. It was literally square with wheels. I mean, that that's the best way to describe it. It was a, it was a brick, and it had tires. And that was <laughs> it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was like, okay, well, I reached in, I feel three games. I feel three, like PS, it could be PS2, it could be PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, whatever. I just knew there was three games. Yeah. So the the hype instantly got, got up there when, when that was announced, he's like, Oh, I feel games. (laughs) There's games in here. (laughs) I go, there's three games. First one I pull out, boom, dead space Two, Xbox 360. Playable on the Xbox One, yeah. as according uh, according to the sticker that was on it. So, okay, Dead Space 2 is a great game. I love the Dead Space franchise. Oh, yeah. Dead Space 2 is definitely one of the better ones mm-hmm. in the series. All right, great. So, moving on. Oh, my God. This is where, like, I don't know which one I want to say is worse, but I pull out Call of Duty Ghosts on the 360, <laughs> a very scratched up copy uh, with one of the discs rattling around in its case, uh, at that point I had lost all hope. It, yeah, his his stomach dropped. You could you could see the look on his face. It went from being go watch a video. Yeah, right. decently happy to very very disappointed. And then last but not least, I pull out a copy of Lego Dimensions, which if you know what Lego Dimensions is or don't, perhaps it's like the Outlander or Skylanders. Yeah, uh, you need a base for it. You need the the lego figurines for it um you might not there might be a base game there that you can play without it but uh 360 i was not impressed that was my 25 dollars right there that i threw down because i was so excited to find out what was in this mystery box and uh what he got was kicked in the game it's yeah it it kicked me in the nards and i'm still feeling it i had forgotten pretty much about it until just now and he reminded me we 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 drudge that up every now and then. We got to open that wound up, just keep it fresh. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> but yeah, that 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 fairly well detoured Tim and myself from even considering getting one. Even if they had them, we were like, no, no, I'm sorry, it's not happening. I tried to goad them into buying one anyway. I said, <laughs> surely they all can't be crap. There should be one gold nugget in there. Yeah, they still didn't do it, so I was left alone on that one. But yeah, so Expo Day One kind of, kind of wind us down. We we stayed there for, well, pretty close until the expo itself closed. Yeah, it was late. Uh, I think we I think we actually headed out a little bit early because there was a a panel that we wanted to to check out. Um, was it streaming one hundred and two? No, that was uh, the, uh, it was Omegathon. No, because the Megathon, we didn't go to. I think it was the NES one. Was it NES? I think uh, the NES maker. I, I believe so. I couldn't remember which one we went to. <clears throat> I know at one point we went to Omegathon round two. Yeah, that's what it was. And if I remember, I think I wrote it down. The, uh, what was that? Oh, I can't even remember it. Yep, yeah, I didn't write it down. But it was, uh. I think it was called Tricky Tower. It was a game called Tricky Tower that they were playing. Yep, Tricky Towers. And for for anyone that doesn't know what this game is, I didn't know what it was. 
it is a game of Tetris. And some genius, whoever he is, decided that he wanted to change up how Tetris works. And so he designed this game where you play Tetris and the blocks all have physics. Yep, Tetris with physics. And when you think about it, it is genius. And when you watch it, it is hilarious. Yep. We we had a few good laughs in that. We watched that for a while. Yep. And then, uh, I'm trying to remember what we did after it, that. We ended up having to hit another panel up. at at On the second day, we were very much still trying to blend the panels in with expo time. And um, yeah. we got very divided on the second day. And that that was kind of unfortunate because there was so much going on and there was so much more video that we could have gotten. But yeah. there was there was things that Kyle wanted to see. There was things I wanted to see. There was things that Tim wanted to see, uh, David. And um, I know there was even one point where Saturday got super busy. Yeah. So when Saturday rolled around, for the most part. So, again, we did a lot of scheduling. We knew from the start, before any of this ever started, what we wanted to do, what panels we wanted to go to, and everything else. Expo destroyed that for us. Yep. So Saturday, all scheduling was gone. It yep. went out the window. Yeah, it, it really did. Uh, Saturday, it, it got probably two to three times as crowded and as busy. Oh, it was crazy on Saturday. And yeah, I know there was one at one point Tim and I were together trying to go after something. I don't remember what it was, but uh, Tim went off on his own and that left me now for me, social anxiety gets, can get the better me Uh, anxiety. I deal with daily, even today, Uh, panic attack. So during this whole thing out on the floor, it's so crowded, so busy. I end up with a panic attack Mm. and uh, it left me thinking I need, a space to myself. Um, I ended up, thankfully PAX has thought about this. Uh, that was one thing I think we took away from the PAX one one yep. how to PAX was they offer what's called an AFK room. And that's just for you to go in and unwind and step away. And I didn't think I'd see this room, but that is exactly where, like as soon as I felt my heart rate come up, that was the first thing I thought of. So I went right to the AFK room and surprisingly, I thought it was just going to be like a, some room that's still going to be nice and loud. No, everybody was whispering in this thing. Uh, there was a few people in there. It was a silent room for, for it being out right by the main lobby floor. It was quiet. And yeah. I, I spent about 30 minutes in there collecting myself. I had a lady come up that she greeted everybody in there and asked how, how it was going on. Are you enjoying yourself? Is there anything I can help you with? And um, very calming 30 minutes. I was good. Yeah. I was good to go. I was back out on the floor and found my way over to the game pass. Um, yeah. Again, to PAX, I, I got to say good on you for that. You know, yeah. more, <laughs> more things need to be done that way. You know, little things like that for some people, they're big things for them. Yep. And, Having that area to be able to retreat to, yep. that safe zone, that was just, that's smart. That yep. is just straight up smart. I, I at first sat outside of that room for a little bit <clears throat> and 
thought, no, I'm not going to go in there because I'm, I'm just wussing out at that point. And I was like, no, I need, I need this right now. And I walked in there and sat down. And as I said, next thing I know, I'm in line at the Microsoft game pass, uh, talking games and streaming with another fellow streamer there. And we're just waiting our turn to, you know, see what, if we're going to get some prizes or something like that. But I felt <clears throat> even during standing in line there, I was rejuvenated. I was good to go. And I thank them so much for having that there. And I didn't think any of my anxiety or stress would hit me while I was there at PAX, but it got busy and yeah. it really left me in a bad spot. Yeah. I know. I know actually, I know we're kind of, kind of short on time here, but I, oh, I do want to mention, you know, the, the, the first night after PAX, when we got back to the hotel, how absolutely exhausted and tired we were. <laughs> we were we were hurting. We, we had walked around 20 plus thousand steps. Yeah, that Friday. So we were all pretty well laid up, just chilling out. And then Ninja Gaiden happened. That was Saturday night. That was, was it Saturday night because you guys were so in the smash that Friday yeah. night. We went out, grabbed some Mexican food, got back to the room. They set up smash and had a blast. Now Saturday night, I everybody was interested in the fact that I had brought a Raspberry Pi yeah. with me and wanted to see how it worked and everything. So I fired that up, and you know we're looking at. Um, Desert Strike, Return of the Gulf, and playing some Castlevania X, uh, playing different games like that. And I think, I think I had gone in and got a shower. And when I came out, Kyle here's playing Ninja Gaiden, and this is a, kind of an ongoing joke between us because he had never played it up until about what was it a it's, month ago? It's about a month ago, yeah, three weeks, something <clears throat> like that. So he's playing it on stream for the first time ever. Doesn't know how to wall climb. Doesn't know how to jump off of walls. Massive rage. Massive <laughs> amounts of salt. This this is the most salt I've ever seen from him. And he this is a guy that has played Fortnite <laughs> badly. So it, it was a joy to see him try to take it on again. And um, I had to clip it and throw it on Twitter. Uh, Twitter. And I, I just so much joy and just so many laughs from it. And he he still didn't get to beat it fully. Still no. can't beat it without save states. But I'm hoping he'll go back and play it at some point. Kingdom Hearts, it's, as I said, that's very yeah, much in the way. It's right it's now. in the plans. I, I've 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 made my my bed and I shall lie in it till mm-hmm. till it is beaten. Now I'm waiting for him to play Ninja Gaiden 2, Ninja Gaiden 3, <laughs> but I have told him he needs to play The Messenger, which Devolver had a, a free pack on Twitch a couple months ago, which included The Messenger, so that was very awesome. So he has that, he yep. just needs to play it, but there's so many games in the pipeline, I completely understand why he hasn't gotten to it yet. We also ran, <laughs> it was day two, that we ran into the arcade room. Oh yeah, I think the there was a little room. bit of joy whenever whenever John found this place. His his eyes kind of glazed over as he walked towards some of those games. I love a good arcade. There's something about the sounds and the sights from an arcade. Just every arcade machine fighting for dominance in your ear holes. Yep. It, and they had it lit like an arcade. It, it was it was dark dark room lit by pretty much only the screens that were in yes. there. And beautiful it was it was really cool because there was all these different arcades different games from from different eras and 
all free to play. Yep. They had all been hacked or, no, or changed up in some way. They just go in and change it to free play. Yeah. And you just hit start and you go. And, I mean, and you know, he played played a few of them until until we finally was, was fixing to leave. He he just couldn't help himself. He had to play the, the Guitar Hero. Oh, yes. Guitar Hero all the way. Managed to get a couple songs in before somebody else was standing there right next to me. Had oh, that, I was going to join you. Had that guitar not been broken, he might have made it through that song. Yeah. Yeah, it... You get on any of those old Guitar Hero arcade machines, and the the flipper on those guitars are never responsive. It they was don't. it was free flopping around on there pretty hard. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's a shame. I it I always have to play Guitar Hero if I see it. It's just a thing I do. I've always loved the Guitar Hero franchise. So they had two of them. They had that one. Then or did they have two of them? Yeah, they, they have one inside and one outside. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. I, I kept thinking of the Dance Dance Revolution that was in there. So, but yeah, day two, everything kind of went out the window. After after the arcade area, everybody kind of went their own own direction. Yep. Uh, we, we went into the expo, kind of got some footage of some gameplay here and there, checked out some, some merch booths and stuff like that. Uh, lunchtime rolled around. Uh, Tim and myself, we ate there. And then uh, we wanted to go drop off our loot boxes. Yep. And we were, we were tired of carrying them around. Now, mind you, we, we haven't told you what the weather was like from day one to day two. Oh, yeah. But day one, we told you about it. Day two, 50 mile an hour winds from every direction. Yep. And about 20 degrees colder. Yep. It was crazy. But it was beautiful. Sunshiny, clear skies, but the payoff was we were freezing, and uh, yeah, it was very windy. Yeah, so we we took the time, ran back to our hotels, dropped our stuff off, and then headed back. And at this point, again, we decided we were going to split up. Now, I can't attest to what everybody else did, but I went crazy on pictures. Apparently, Saturday was the day for the cosplay. Now, me, personally, I love cosplayers. They are fantastic. They do so much work, and i got to give them props. They were were amazing. I I spent three solid hours, probably, walking around, taking pictures of these people in their amazing outfits, and just being blown away by some of them. There was was some really good ones there. Uh, I'd even... I didn't get to see nearly as many as you did. Uh, you stayed in that lobby. Yeah. Getting so many pictures. You had Spider-Man with the spider arms behind him, like from uh, infinity war. Yeah. It was, um, it was crazy. I think my favorite you got was uh, the angels from Diablo. The angels from Diablo were godlike in every sense of the form. You know, <laughs> they were godlike the, the ladies that did that, I I can't say whether or not they designed them, but they were they were the ones modeling them. the The costume designs were professional Spot level. Spot on. I mean, they were professional grade. They were good. I know. I saw some that you didn't even get pictures of. There was one, a couple of good Fallout, mm-hmm. like Fallout Three. Uh, well, come on, all Fallout. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Fallout Three. Good luck trying to figure out if it was from Three or Four or whatever. Yeah. But Fallout. I mean, we had people that were using like license plates 
as armor. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen a few people that was doing that. They had bent over license plates for shoulder pads and helmets yep. and stuff like that. It was pretty neat. It was very creative. And I like the fact that it wasn't something you had seen from Fallout, but it was the style. Yeah. But they used whatever they could to make up this yeah. armor. And it was perfect. So, yeah, I went I went hog wild chasing people down. It. I was nervous as all hell. You know, I, I'm not a super social person unless I know you. So, and I, I know cosplayers, they're there, you know, they kind of, they kind of enjoy the attention, but it was, it was nerve wracking going up to all these strangers and, and asking, you know, can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? You know? So <laughs> I felt a little, a little awkward on that, but all of them, all of them were super nice, you know, and it was super cool seeing all the, all the different styles from games, from animes to, you know, original characters that they created themselves. It was really cool. Yeah, I do like the when somebody goes in and they're like, you know what, I'm not going to portray a character off of a game or a movie. I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, that's going to be a spinoff from this. And then they do their own thing. And it's it's amazing. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised I didn't see any like Doctor Who or anything. I I always at any convention always see some sort of Doctor Who cosplay. You know, you've got your 11th Doctor, your 12th Doctor, and it's easy. 90% of what I saw there, I knew what it was from, who they were, who they were portraying, and and just absolutely loved all of it. There was a few I didn't know what they were, still great, and, and thoroughly enjoyed it. Right. So, so after all that, <clears throat> we all kind of tried to find each other and spend the last little bit of time we had with the expo open, hitting different places to see if there was any kind of merchandise we wanted to buy. Now, I don't know about you personally, one of my favorite booths is one of one of the things I wanted to, to mention was the controllers. There was uh, some, oh, yeah. some controller booths that had custom-made <laughs> controllers. And, oh my God, <laughs> let me tell you, it took every ounce of my will to not walk away with at least one. Yeah, it. you would look at them and then look at the prices and go, no, I'm good, I'm good. There, there was some stuff that was insanely priced um like the shadow boxes those shadow boxes yeah. were amazing some of the most gorgeous pieces of artwork i've seen you know we're, and yeah wow we're talking like mario or castlevania or uh there was one for donkey kong and burger time really detailed shadow boxes and then the one that like if i would have bought any of them was just the fact that they thought about this game what they had one from space quest 3 which is a sierra adventure game from from the late 80s and it was a scene from that and it blew my mind that they had thought about yeah. uh space quest so there it is on there but they were like 120 dollars like, yeah. yeah but but to give you a little perspective on these things some of these had two and three <laughs> panes of glass in them yep. each one with different level of detail to make these things really pop and come to life yeah. i mean it, it was just phenomenal you were almost paying for the materials that they yeah. used it's they were gorgeous but i mean i didn't want to spend 120 dollars. i almost did but I, I just i had to say no to throw it in there real quick uh the fellows the uh the new 8-bit heroes were there um I didn't even realize they had a documentary out, but they <clears throat> basically made a, a NES maker. That's what, literally what it's called, the NES maker. You can make NES games on actual NES carts and play them in an NES 
with his software yeah. using their hardware and um have fun with it they they put on a presentation on it i don't get me wrong it's a little long in the tooth he, he was showing some some examples and so on it's a little long in the tooth but they wanted 40 dollars for their <coughs> it was for an activation license for their software and then you got a a bonus tutorial video well no no it, it's actually the documentary oh yeah it's the documentary yeah. yeah so that was a bit too much for us at that time but um by Sunday morning, I knew I wanted one, so I had to go get one of those. But their little presentation, the fact that you can make an NES game with their software, uh, it, it it is opening up a dream of mine. I always wanted to make an NES game, never could. Even up until just recently, it was impossible to do that with modern software. Right. And they've made it possible. And their documentary from the trailer I've seen, I haven't had the chance to watch the actual documentary yet, but from their trailer, it's very inspiring. It looks really good. And I can't wait to dive into that and and try to make something of my very own because I've been into the whole RPG maker trying to make something of that and right now life has got me so crazy so split that i don't have time to make what i want to make yeah it it, it was it was really impressive though they they took something that was near impossible to to anyone that didn't have very good knowledge of programming and simplified it down now don't get me wrong there's still a little bit of of know-how to it there's a learning curve to it but they have simplified it down to the point that the average joe such as myself, could go in there and make a game. Yeah, if you spend a little time uh, researching it and learning the tutorials and learning how to run the software, you can make yourself an NES game, which is exciting. Yeah. So, and and the other cool thing, after he had bought it, he we didn't even know this, it came with two licenses. Yep. Well, licenses, it comes... License? Yeah, it comes with one <laughs> license, but you can have two computers activated to that one license yeah. at any given point. So you can deactivate one of the computers, put it on another, and you're good to go. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to dive into that at some point. So that was that was a, a really cool cool thing that we got to experience while we was there. One thing, we, we finally decided to go and try to find some local cuisine that was not IHOP. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was not IHOP. I know where this is going. So the one place that my wife and I went to on our honeymoon was a place that they're, they're, they're complete assholes there. The name of this place is Dick's Last Resort. Okay. Now with a name like Dick's, you're, my waiter back when, when I was on my honeymoon was a guy dressed up as a luchador. And um, yeah, he, he was an asshole. But that's the the appeal to it. So I told them we have to eat at Dick's. Just trust me. For for guys like us that are can be complete asses to other people, <laughs> this place is a must. And I was overjoyed at our waiter and the fact that he actually was better than the luchador that I had last time I was there. We 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 had a guy. Let me tell you. And I think, in all honesty, I think John got more entertainment out of my reactions to it. <laughs> yes, than, I did. Than, than anything else. Uh, the the other two, Tim and Tim and David, I don't think they really. I mean, they they really didn't acknowledge a whole lot about it. They just kind of they were there. David's kind of the uh, oh yeah, I'm macho, so yeah. uh, uh, I'm not 
I'm not going to respond to this. It's haha, kind of funny. Yeah. But, Tim, uh, he was giggly. Tim yeah. was giggly. But but me, like, I, I kind of knew what to expect. I'd been told about this place. We've talked about it, you know. But, I mean, you don't know it till you experience it. And when your waiter walks over and literally throws your silverware at you. The silver, <laughs> I'm not playing. The silverware slapped onto the table, flew by me, onto the chair next to me, and then onto the floor. <laughs> His only response was hurry up and pass them the fuck out. That, exactly. He, he, hands, uh, he handed you the menus. He goes, pass them out. Pass them out. Pass them out. And I think the the, the single greatest response from Kyle oh, was whenever he gave us our straws for our drinks. He literally took a handful of these straws and threw them at us. And like Kyle was looking at me <laughs> dumbfounded. Yeah. Like, like he did not just do that. I was like, this is legit <laughs> happening. I, I, I was honestly, like I said, I was a little dumbfounded. Like I knew what to expect, but like, I thought it was going to be kind of, you know, played out or acted. No, he, he legitimately didn't give a shit. <laughs> no, exactly. It was, it was fantastic. You know, he, he gave us the whole spiel about, you know, Hey, our cooks suck. Get the fuck over it. They get your menu wrong. Or get, get, get your order wrong. This isn't Burger King. You don't get it your way. Yeah. Is exactly what he told yeah. us. You know, it was just, it was something else. It really was. He, he told us, he goes, these are separate checks, right? Please tell me you all aren't pussies and are trying to share stuff because it doesn't matter. You're going to get separate checks anyways. Yeah. He said, if I catch you sharing that <laughs> shit, you're getting, you, you, your check's going to be on the same. Yeah. Goes, yeah. That's what don't it be, was. Don't be sharing your shit. <laughs> that's what it was. Uh, you could, every time I tried to get my phone out, he'd walk by and he'd make some comment and he'd put your phone away four eyes. Yep. What? Oh, and then, my phone away. <laughs> oh, oh man. Um, uh, when he was talking, uh, he was actually telling us about the menu and what was on the menu. He gets down to the salads. He goes, oh, and here's the salads, but y'all obviously don't eat salads. So he just moves on. Yeah. I was just like, "Yeah, are you, what? Yeah. Did he just really say that? Yeah, he, he straight up just <laughs> dogged us on that one. Uh, yeah, he he was he was good. He. I tried. I tried. I did, <laughs> but it didn't work. John got he he went out and decided he was going to have some ribs and some yep. wings ribs and wings and now just to give you a little bit of insight on john this man loves hot food love it he loves it okay love it he said he was going to get those hot wings and i i i i dead nuts not kid you looked that dude in the eyes and i said you make those hot wings as hot as you can fucking make it for him and he looked me dead in the eyes and said go fuck yourself <laughs> he did and, <laughs> and not to mention he put the bird right in kyle's face it flew straight he, in front of me he straight up flipped him off and i'm talking we're extended five to ten seconds and yeah. he goes you don't tell me how to do my fucking job <laughs> it was it was so good <laughs> it was it, so good it was it was amazing <laughs> so yeah. so it, it kind of ramped down from there a little bit and uh Tim and David were both playing Pokemon Go, and I, I think he broke character a little bit whenever he pulled his phone out. And he's like, "Oh, oh, oh!" And then he had to pull up the fact that he got a, a shiny rare Pokemon on his. So I, he broke character a little bit, but I mean, I could forgive him. It was he was very quick on the service and everything. Now, <clears throat> the the floor above us, like it was kind of a mezzanine. There was a table up there, and one of the waiters, we just heard him blur up, blur. Yeah. 
blurt out, hurry up! Yeah. Just because... <laughs> so... Uh, so that was that was pretty funny so yeah it was it was a pretty good night i mean like i said it, it did ramp down a little bit until uh they, they brought us our hats uh everybody gets a hat when you go to dicks right uh especially <coughs> I, yep especially marked for each individual yep so <laughs> yours had said uh the, not even the wind will blow me yep not even the wind will blow me uh Tim's was I collect Pokemon porn. Yep. <laughs> David's was uh, uh, women, female women wim- are more impressed by my pinky. Yeah. And then mine had an arrow pointing to David and said, uh, "You are I call it a beard, but he calls it a saddle." <laughs> yeah. I think I got the worst one. I I, on I agree one. on that. I one. mean that that was awful. Hey, when I don't uh, know the, the Pokemon porn that's. <laughs> that one, I I think that one was the that best. one's cute. That one, yeah. yeah. You look at Tim, and you can tell he collects the Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, I mean that was that was one of the the great highlights of our of our trip, right? And then like day day three ended up happening, and we knew we had to had to get back. We had to kind yeah. of wrangle it up, so we allowed ourselves a chance to get two packs. We gave ourselves. A, it was like 40 minutes, yeah. really, not even really an hour. Gave 40 minutes. That's when I bought the uh, the NES Maker. I was looking to spend more money. Like, I knew I had a goal. I wanted to spend a little bit more money, and I bought a shirt, and then I bought that. What, did you, did you buy anything that I, day? I actually did not buy anything outside of the loot box. That's I right. spent my last 40 minutes, I went around and got footage of... The, the expo Packs. floor. Yeah, that's right. You spent like 15 minutes just yeah <clears throat> getting video footage that I'm still working on putting yeah. together and haven't found time to and do. I think, like I said, David and, and Tim both went and grabbed a few pieces of merchandise yep. from yeah, here David and there. Did. So that, that, that was the that was the sad part of PAX was we, we, we did have our three-day passes, but because of work, we had to be back home so we could go to work the next day on Monday. So we had to spend our Sunday majority of it driving, driving. back yeah and it, it was all an experience no matter what uh even the driving the stories we got to share all the talking we got to do by by the end of it we were over the drive but we got back home 11 11 o'clock in the evening on sunday night we were back to work monday morning ready to take it on down albeit we were super tired super tired but, and super fucking sore oh man yeah uh, by the end of it i think i had clocked nearly 25 miles of walking over friday and saturday alone now one one thing we we didn't touch on was day three the scooters oh geez the scooters we did get to the scooters we finally got to do the scooters and why why didn't we do it sooner john those were amazing okay so if if david's listening to this I'm I'm sorry, but dude, stick in the mud, man. He he didn't want to do it. He just did not want to do it. So we we kind of left him in the in the dust on that one. We we felt the need for those scooters. Yeah. We had to try it at least once. We had seen so many people riding on them, and they were riding them fast. Yeah, like, they, they were they were riding down the roads in the bus lanes. I mean, yeah. they they were going. I think we topped out at 15 miles an hour on. Them. Yeah, I was doing 15, 16, and that was on a downhill. 
Yeah. But we uh, we decided to drive up to PAX on it and then drive back, back down on them. Yeah. And we spent, what, five bucks altogether yeah. Yeah, for it both was, trips? It was, it was five bucks for the whole entire trip. It was a dollar to start it and 15 cents per mile that you rode it. Yeah. And we cut our time by, you know, two thirds. I yeah. mean, it was, it was almost ridiculous how fast it was getting there and back. The, the ride was so fun. Like it, it just passed by in no time, even st- sitting there at the, the crosswalks and so on, waiting for those to turn. It, it was so fast. And then even on the way back to the hotel room, I almost overshot the hotel room because I was just not paying attention yeah. at all. I wanted more. I wanted to ride just around town on these yeah. stupid scooters. <laughs> yeah, so if you if you ever get a chance and you're in, in big city and you see these things and you haven't tried them, do it. Get get on one. Just it, just take the trip. You will enjoy it. Yeah. It I I actually want a personal scooter. Yeah. Don't be stupid. Don't try to do tricks. It no. won't work. No, you're looking at a clearance of maybe four inches, yeah. if even that. And uh, we were on some brick roads, and there was times oh. I know the bottom of it was touching the, the tops yeah. of those bricks. By the way, riding on bricks, not nearly as fun as smooth pavement. No. Smooth so, pavement. pavement. Uh, again, we're both glasses guys, and we we almost didn't have glasses by the end of the ride. Mine never gave me a problem. Mine did. I, I was going down through there, and every every little bump, that glasses... It slide down. I'd have to go one handed, slide it back up, and hope I don't eat pavement. With how cold it was, uh, I know that my face and my knuckles were ice cold, and like my eyes were tearful. I had tears running down my face because just that wind. It was sharp. Sunday was high thirties, low forties. Yeah, it was very cold. Very. So that that was fun. I've. I don't even know what else to say about it. I don't, I can't think of yeah, anything else. It's just, just, just pure back to being a kid fun. Yeah. That's, that's all you need to know. <clears throat> Three days of just not worrying about reality. Um, yeah. We had, had wives waiting at home when we got back, we weren't missing work. We, we got to leave that all behind. And yeah. It felt really good. Yeah, and being able good. to hang out with some friends and experience that and come away with stories it's we're now coming on to what two weeks already yep since wow yeah it's been two weeks since we've been to pax and we're still reliving it we're still telling the stories and we're still having fun and look at we're at over two and a half hours telling you our whole story and an hour of it was just the trip alone yeah so it it was an amazing time and we're already plotting and planning uh, I think we're pretty sure Pack South 2020 is going to happen. We're hoping East or West will happen, which maybe West. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know yet. I don't know if it's a possibility. Those, I've got a lot of things going on. Those those are all still very up in the air. <coughs> but uh, I, I think we've got a unanimous thought of at least Pack South Pack is going to happen yeah. for 2020. It's closer. Yeah, it's a long drive, but uh, it's doable. It's, it's so worth it. It. I don't regret any of it no. at all. Oh. Well, we won't go there. Yeah. Well, even that, even that brings in an experience in a story. So here we are sharing that story. So. All right. I think that's going to go ahead and cover it for this episode. We have gone a staggering two hours and right now my computer says 38 minutes. 
If you have stuck around this long, thank you for staying committed. We want to stay committed to you guys to make the shows happen. I don't know the frequency yet. We, I don't think we've even discussed it. No, this, like I said, this is very much still in its infancy. So, yep. I, I mean, please, like I said, you know, stick with us. Stick with us, guys. Be patient, but we we aren't going anywhere. If you if you haven't yet, check us out on Twitter. We will give updates on Twitter. We do have a Facebook page that um, right now is lying very dormant, but uh, we need to change yeah. that. We're going to change that. And then, of course, you can find us on Twitch. You can find Kyle. He is the rabid white man. Just yep. type up rabid white man, and there you go. Yep. Myself, I'm classic game freak. All one word and freak isn't spelled like you think it would be. You got that P-H-R-E-A-K. Yep. Uh, I am a variety streamer. Uh, Kyle, you're you're a variety streamer yeah, for the most part. I, I do I do a lot of variety stuff. You you don't stick to one thing. No. So uh, very much variety streamers. Uh, if if I find one thing, I will stick with it for a while. So please check us out there. Uh, and then all the details are somewhere in the description of this podcast. So, yeah, so please, by all means, check that out. I don't even know what that looks like yet because honestly, right now, during the time of recording this, we don't have a place <laughs> we're putting our podcast. I can't say it's Podomatic or, or hey, look us up on Spotify yeah. because we're simply not there yet. So we're getting there though. We are. So we're going to call it, guys. Of course, uh, come on back. Thank you for staying committed and listening to this. We have plenty more to bring to you. So got any questions or anything hit us up yeah send them to us we'd love to answer any questions you guys have yep so for game nards i am john akels i'm kyle and you guys have a good one later later guys